Yo, 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 what is good, everybody? Welcome back to Mount Draftmore. The Core 4 is back in the war room, ready to draft yet again. I am Ben Jammin, and I am surrounded by Dustin. Yes, Dylan. Hey, Matt. Yes, sir. I'm usually last. That caught me so much. (laughs) I know. I thought last second, like, I'm going to throw it to the left. Let's do it. Uh, Today, we are drafting the best home movie snacks. Now, this this draft's going to be crazy, y'all. It's going to be crazy because it is so all encompassing of basically anything you can make a case for. Literally anything could be on these teams. Whereas before we've had categories where where it is super defined. There are very fine parameters you have to stay within. For best baseball, we weren't going to pick an NFL team. Yep. But in this case, <laughs> we're going to pick just about anything. It's going to be crazy. It's super open-ended. Yeah, this is this is fun. You had I feel like there had to be planning in this cuz you have to have balance on your team. You're thinking about balance. You're thinking about the night, right? You're thinking yeah. about what are you having first, what are you having last, what's going in between. Mm-hmm. Well, because if it's a real movie night, it's not just one movie, right? It's like one and a half to two movies. Yeah. And there is like a there's a clear rise, climax, and fall in action. And you've got to plan that accordingly with your snack box. Yeah. And are are you starting off with an action? Or are you starting off the comedy? Where what direction are you going? What are you having to drink? There's so many options. Exactly. We don't want to get caught up in what we're watching. Is that <laughs> no. like, oh shit. <laughs> no. For my for my group, this is all to be coupled with a Harry Potter watch party Ooh. over the course of eight films. No, we're not doing that. Just stick to the team. Good team. Good balance. <laughs> I was gonna team. say that's a big snack box. Yeah, it'd be how huge. much time you got, yeah. <laughs> Let's send it around. I'll obviously edit this out, but when I send it around Let's try to keep it to something that could be relevant in the future. We do okay. really timely things, and yeah. it's like, oh man, like yeah, we got vaccinated, but in like eight weeks, it's gonna be like, oh, who gave a fuck? Like who gives a fuck? <laughs> Maybe we're teachers. Like we'll probably be back in school by then. So then they'll be like, oh wow, they were living life on the edge, <laughs> <laughs> danger zone. Okay, so all right, but before we draft, let's send it around and do a little checking with everybody. I'm gonna go crisscross. Bam, yo, Dylan, what's good? <laughs> hey, okay. I know uh, this. Well, okay, this is not timely. I, see, I, I said I, I made him feel off because I reached over and touched his nipple, and he was like, "What?" <laughs> um, this is this. The, listen, there is a little bit of a delay between when we record and release an episode, and I'm a little bit sad right now. Okay, I'm a little bit sad because one of my favorite podcasts may have ended for good. I don't know; they weren't certain, but. Because of a job transfer, this may have happened. It's called Binge Mode, and it's one of the podcasts that has inspired me to not only, like, think critically about things, but also to actually, like, bring a criticality and a seriousness to this podcast Um, and, like, everything I do in life. I don't know. It's been kind of a big influence on my life, and uh, I've learned a lot about, like, Harry Potter, the MCU, Star Wars, and Game of Thrones through it. So if that's what's new in my life, going to miss you. Binge mode. Uh, hope you come back, Matt. Nice. What's good with you? Um, so, just as a, like a little like something that amazed me the other day that is like kind of like I feel like for sometimes you forget like the the how magnificent nature is sometimes. And I really caught this the other day. I was walking my dog, and like literally a bald eagle 
swoop down. It was like like five feet above wow. my head, and it's the closest I've ever been to a bald eagle. He just like came down. And he's like, like right over me, and I was like, this is crazy. Like it was just the middle of the day. It was a bright sunny day, and I was like so captivated by this eagle. I don't even know why, but it was just like the closest I've ever been to a bald eagle, and it was majestic AF. Wow. Wow. And I was very much like in the moment having some nature feels like nature is pretty crazy. So yes. that's what's going on with me. Bald Eagles, badass. Dope. It was a cool experience. <laughs> Yo, that is sick. That's right? one of the benefits of our area. So many people in the country don't get to experience yeah. bald eagles. They have to go to a came a out of nowhere. Yeah. It was five feet above my head. And I was like, this bird is majestic. Hey, what's that peninsula <laughs> up north? What is that? Uh you know what I'm talking the peninsula up north, you know what I'm talking about? Like you go nope. through Anacortes and then go down. Olympic Peninsula? No, no that's, that's over to the west. That's That would be over, not up. I don't know. You have a computer in front of you. <laughs> yeah. I, well, I'm not going to. Anyway, I, I saw a ton of bald eagles on the beach. And they're majestic, aren't they? They're majestic, yeah. but since there were so many, it was almost like looking at a bunch of big pigeons. It was kind of weird. They're beautiful, but when they're all grouped together, it's a little bit strange. There was like, anyway, the I not, saw the one. The not hot takes over yeah. there. Oh I gosh. once saw so many, they looked like. Scavengers. <laughs> <laughs> I saw one and I was very much amazed by it. So that's what's going on with me. Hell yeah, dude. Good raptor. Good raptor sighting. Mm. <laughs> nice. Well, I guess mine's kind of nature related too. I was hanging out with some friends and we were all talking about our favorite nature shows. And man, nature shows go hard. Just thinking about Planet Earth when that came out, the the very first series, that shark is jumping out of the water. Man. It will stick with me forever. Like, I don't want that memory to come in when I'm in the deep waters. But, man, every time I watch it, I, like, reevaluate whether I should swim or not. Because that shark <laughs> is 10 feet out of the water just <laughs> chomping on that seal. But, hey, at least it would be over quick. I don't know. But nature's dope. I definitely agree, Matt. That just got me thinking. We, we were on, like, an hour-long conversation, me and these friends. Just all the different shows, all the different, like, wild moments. I mean... Obviously, there's the Marshawn Lynch narrating that lizard running around oh, from snakes. I love that. That's yes, so I love that. It's iconic moments. Just nature shows. They're bomb. They are bomb. And also sharks, it wouldn't be over quick because they take a bite to investigate. But, like, usually they don't eat you the whole, like, you're just going to suffer. That one would. When you see it, if it got you, that one was massive. You got to know the scene I'm talking about. The great white? He's out of the water, and its mouth was massive like if it was a straight on shot well yeah it's over yeah like you <laughs> dylan's like i could take him dylan's like he only ate one of my legs all right i still got my fist fist of fury i'm gonna punch you in the nose he's shark. like buzzfeed says you can punch it in the nose <laughs> uh, by the way whidbey island is Whidbey what i was island. talking about so the I'm peninsula would be island. Hey, you know that's what? It, an island. it looks like a peninsula, and I forgot it was connected by a bridge. All right. Yeah. So, sorry. My mm. bad. Mm. <laughs> well, nice nature. So hashtag nature. Yeah, I'll keep it kind of on nature, but also going to take it kind of into movies. So Godzilla versus King Kong. Okay, it's happened a bunch. Blah blah blah. You've heard like you've heard people talk about like that ape strength, right? Like, gorillas are X amount of times stronger than humans. Chimps are X amount of times stronger than humans. Mm -hmm. So my brother and I started debating because <clears throat> he was like, King Kong's a beast. <clears throat> King Kong should always beat Godzilla. Godzilla's <laughs> just a lizard. I was like, what? 
no, Godzilla Godzilla breathes nuclear fire. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's fucking crazy. He's the king of monsters. How can he lose to King Kong? It's like, no, King Kong is supreme. I was like, well, he wouldn't be supreme if there was a chimpanzee his size. He's like, no, gorilla would win. I was like, no, he fucking wouldn't. <laughs> the gorilla eats bamboo. He's not a meat eater. The chimpanzee has got, like, iron muscles. If there was a chimpanzee the size of a gorilla... The chimpanzee is going to whoop that gorilla's ass. King Kong oh, yeah, is not King eat Kong. His yeah. <laughs> he, King Kong would become Diddy Kong. Yeah. Gorillas can fuck you up, but they're peaceful. They're very peaceful. Yeah. They're chill. Majestic fuck. creatures. Yes. Like, all, I'm, you know, shout out to Harambe. I'm sorry, man. Like, R.I.P. Sweet Prince. They did you bad. They really shouldn't have done you like that. <laughs> <laughs> they did you bad. <laughs> they did. My, well, my, my, my well, God. with like a lot of these gorillas, like you can go out. They have like nature preserves. You can get within like twenty feet of a gorilla. If you're just being chill, they're gonna be chill too. Yeah, right? but you know what's not chill? Motherfucking chimpanzees. Exactly. Oh, they no. will rip your face off. Yes. Yeah, that happened to that lady. <laughs> yeah, they they're out for business. Devastating. Yep. Once they hit like puberty, that's it. So wait, can so Mount Draftmore Council chimpanzee giant king chimpanzee would beat King Kong? Yes. Well. Okay, hold up. Yeah. Because, uh, yes, chimpanzees are violent and they're crazy and they use tools, but man, gorilla strength, like, or, or if we're talking, ooh, God, but I see, don't know. The, but the see, the chimpanzee strength of the muscle, I don't know. Dude, the chimpanzee, the same size as King Kong, like, strength yeah. quotient, the it's chimpanzee is stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it, I would say it, it could be close because if you rile up King Kong, he might fuck, he might fuck shit up. I think <laughs> King Kong's not coming out of it. Like, he will die soon after if he survives. That's what I think. Damn. Also, does does the chimpanzee have as much, like, uh, jaw strength as the gorilla does? Or is that, uh, that's a good question. Yeah. I'm not sure Because that's that. one of the big King Kongs, like, you know, you see him, you're like, oh, man, if he gets something in his mouth, yeah. it might be game <laughs> over there. I mean, gorillas typically eat bamboo. That's, yeah. that's that is hard. some fucking soft shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's hard as hell. So if, like, if he happened to, you know, get a limb of some kind. Could he make some damage that way? I don't know. Maybe. Uh, Maybe. Gorilla has a bite force of 1,300 PSI, which is the strongest of all primates. Okay, so he's got that going for him. That's what I found on the internet. I don't know. Challenge me. Damn. <laughs> no, I'm not going to challenge We're you. all going to look it up on the same, like, the yeah. internet. <laughs> See, I just feel like if the, chi- if the giant chimpanzee is going to be faster than, than King Kong, like, they're just, they're faster by nature. Mm-hmm. He's going to be stronger as long as he can avoid that bite. I don't know, dude. But if he gets in close quarters, that's where it kind of comes into focus. So, But he's still yeah. stronger. Yeah. He'll still muscle him. I still agree with you. I think the chimp's going to take King Kong. But Chimps I also acknowledge, I think crazy. King Kong's going to put up his, he's going to hold his own for a little bit. Yeah. All we're saying is Kaiju Universe, bring in King Chimpanzee, bring in a brand <laughs> new character. Let's see it. Yes. I don't know if I'm ready for a chimp Kong. Because that's just crazy <laughs> shit. Like, have you heard a ch- like a room full of chimps? It's not pleasant. A room full of gor- gorillas? That's silence. That's I know, creepy. but let's let's bring that terror into a, <laughs> a into a movie, movie. franchise. <laughs> okay. All right. It's time that we got into this draft, but first let's go through that draft order. Dylan rolled highest, so he will go uh. first. I'm going second. <laughs> Dustin is going third. <laughs> and wouldn't you know, reclaiming where his I should be back in his in his lovely seat. Number four, Matt with the roundabout. Let's get into this round one. All right, I've got round one. This is hard. 
because there's so many good snacks. Um, but I also think that for movies, there's a lot of options. So yeah, there's no number one pick, but I'm going to go with the classic because this is honestly one of the most popular snacks, probably like it's probably within reach of most people. Um, and it's fairly easy to make. You either pop it in the microwave or if you have a bag like I do, you put it on the stovetop. I'm talking about popcorn. And I'm not just talking about popcorn, but I'm talking about you melt a little butter. <laughs> you pour that butter on top. You shake it up. Then you put some salt in. Mm, you shake that up too. Man. Well, Dylan narrates the whole time behind you. Yeah, Ooh. I'll narrate that whole shit in well, your Well, what brand though? What brand? Yeah. I mean, I don't really have a brand. I just go I mean, for the bag of popcorn at the store. I like. I'm not talking about the kind you put in the microwave. I'm talking about I grab the bag the of kernels. kernels. Kern- like I grab mm, the kernels okay. because I like to make it on the stove pop because they're stove pop stove top because there is an action to making it. And also, I don't have a microwave. There's an action to making it that uh, you put it in like you, you know, got a whirly pop. Yeah. What? You got the whirly pop? Are you talking about? I that? don't have that, but I've got the the. I don't know the what what the hell am I trying to say the stovetop pan I have to like keep the lid on and like shake it so the kernels don't stick and burn there's an art to making it and it's it's not like super long and intensive but it's just enough to make you really savor the meal once you sit down on the couch and it's hot it's fresh and ready to go and it's not like unevenly cooked either you know in my my childhood I I did a lot of the uh, microwave popcorns and they were delicious, but I like the cooking always felt uneven, you know? I don't know. Like, and, and you experience that with a lot of microwave stuff, too. Yeah, but I do know you lived in a house with a lot of antiques, so it might have just been a really old microwave. <laughs> that shit was actually new. That was a new microwave. Good point, though. Good, good. I, I, yeah, that's good. But no, that, that was a new microwave. But um, I don't know. I'm just saying popcorn with butter and salt. That's a classic. Pop it yourself. It's delicious. Nice. Um, and then sit down and enjoy with your loved one. Nice. Okay. So you're solid. <clears throat> to boil it down, you're taking the bag kernels you get at a grocery store and you're popping that yourself and you're adding some butter and salt. Yeah. Just to recap. Okay. Yeah. He yeah. is popping his own popcorn. Gotcha. That is specific to his pick. Gotcha. Like he is doing the stovetop task. So when you're picking and you're voting, you're thinking you're getting the whole package. You're getting Dylan there narrating his own effing actions while popping. Ooh, shake it a little bit. You're getting the chilling with you're, Dylan. Yeah, version. you're for sure getting the chilling with he Dylan. He's coming oh. to your house. Well, see, there's two ways to look at it. It's like are, are, if you're going to Dylan's place and he's hosting, then he is making the popcorn for you himself. Yeah, I'll do it. You can also look at it as... Is this a team that if you had it at your house, would you be stoked on it? Would you be stoked on having popcorn that you had to pop yourself on your stovetop? It's also a cheap snack. And like if you buy the bag of kernels, I mean, it just comes with so many. You can have popcorn a bunch of times. Like there's there's no fine. Like <laughs> really, you can't. I mean, that's a great college snack for all you college goers out there. Great. Cheap. All you college kids in dorms who don't have stovetops, get those kernels. <laughs> yes. And all the college kids, three-fourths of whom who do, probably don't live in dorms. <laughs> hey, shout like, out to the draftees out there. You yeah, know what I'm the draftees, use your stovetop, make some cheap popcorn, man. It's delicious. Okay, I, I've talked enough. <laughs> yes. All right. Yeah, all right. right. <laughs> he's, got, he's got the kernel. I put kernel corn. Kernels, in parentheses, butter plus salt. Nice. There we <laughs> go. With the second pick, I am also going to pick a popcorn, but I'm not picking that shit that you do on your stovetop. Nope. 
I don't need that. I'm going with the tried and true pop secret. <laughs> That's right. I did it. I did it a secret because it's a secret. It's pop secret. Everybody knows pop secret. It's the bag that you microwave that has the best butter balance. As a matter of fact, pop secret is so prevalent in the world of bag popcorn that it is served in all of the Disney parks. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Popcorn fact. All those cool little popcorn bins that I got downstairs that I got from the parks were filled with pop secret. That's cool. Yum, yeah. Yum. Ooh, yum, yum. The butter. <laughs> you get that at the store? Yeah, you get that at the store. What's the packaging look like? It's blue and yellow, much like those Mariners colors, baby. <laughs> woo, woo. Yeah, everybody loves those colors, blue and yellow. They go so well together. They go so well together, and they go so well together for that logo of pop secret. Ooh, Everybody loves Pop Secret. You know who loves Pop Secret? Kids. <laughs> Kids love it. Students love it. Oh, who else loves it? Adults love it. Now, I ain't going to lie. Dylan's right. Nobody likes burnt popcorn. But there's a reason why manufacturers started putting a popcorn button on your microwave. Mm-hmm. So that you don't burn your motherfucking popcorn. Popcorn button plus Pop Secret <laughs> equals Excellent movie experience. None of that act two bullshit. Also, once you know your microwave and you know its capabilities, like even if you didn't have a popcorn feature, my mom and I love popcorn. And there's one specific one we used to have. You memorize that shit. Be like 225 on this bag. Mm-hmm. You know mm-hmm. it. Right. Just, it's like in your habit. You, you don't even have to think about it. You know yeah. your microwave. I never trust a popcorn feature on a microwave. Any microwave I've had, never trusted it. That's I always set my own timer after I figure out the microwave. <laughs> like that's the way it works. I don't know. Dylan's a rugged individual. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I do the same thing. Like I find that the the popcorn button doesn't satisfy my exact like, preference for time wise. So I do the same thing. I'll back him up on this. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, Thank I got you. America. I got we don't uh, we don't do hey, preset features. Yeah, this do is the our problem. own time. This is the problem with everyone having different brands of microwaves. Some microwaves do it great. Other microwaves dropping the ball. Get on it. Yeah, get on Truth. a. Ju- uh, ju- I, I don't know. GM. <laughs> I thought you were gonna say Jethro. G- <laughs> Probably GE. Get on G-E. it, Jethro. <laughs> nice. So, Pop secret. Pop secret, secret baby. Nice Pop nice. secret. Dustin, All right. it's on to you. Uh, also going to go with like a finger food snack. Um, I'm going to go with the Sour Patch Kids. Ooh. Shout out non-chocolate candies. Yeah, because yep. in the non-chocolate candies, we did talk a lot about Skittles, but for some reason for a movie, it's just it's Sour Patch Kids for me. Like, they're so good. They're like, that's what I associate with movies as well. And they're, they, I think they are the best sour candy out there. I would argue. I would honestly argue. And also, we flashback to our last uh, non-chocolate candy episode. Hashtag non-chocolate candy. Woo-woo. They don't have any gelatin in it. So, hey, you got your vegan, vegetarian friends in there. Hashtag you, vegan. You got the candy that you wanted back then that you didn't get, but you got yeah. it now. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> oh, let's go. I do love Sour Patch Kids. And I guess I'm thinking about my roommate, too. I was thinking, like, if we're talking about, like, a double feature or something, I need something kind of, like, desserty, like, sweet, or, you know, something that you're going to have post-meal. Maybe this is your second feature. You're sitting down, you're watching. Maybe you're really intoxicated by this point, and you're feeling good, and you're like, yeah, all right, now time to not even think, just munch on this candy. All of a sudden, the bag's gone. Everyone's finished it. 
Also, shout out Blue Raspberry is the best, in my opinion. That's the best Sour Patch Kid. You're right. Heck yes. Heck yeah. Sour Patch Kids, that's a clutch pick. I love that pick because I also picked that pick in the non-chocolate <laughs> candies episode. Yeah. Matt, it's your go. All right. So I'm going to start off with my first round pick of picking a pop type of popcorn, but not necessarily just traditional popcorn. Because I am sure, same as a lot of the listening audience out there, you know, the popcorn you make yourself just doesn't quite hit the same as the popcorn you get in the theater I think maybe it's just like the, uh, you know, the placebo effect of being in the theater. Add something to that popcorn. You're like, objectively, this shouldn't be that good. But maybe it's just because I'm here that it is that good. So I'm going to take it a little different. I'm going to go with the smart food white cheddar popcorn. Oh. Where you get in the black bag. (laughs) Because I like a little razzle dazzle with my popcorn. Because, again, no matter how hard you try, you're going to have to really labor of love to get that popcorn to where it would be in movie theater setting. So instead of wasting all your time doing that, (laughs) how about you just go something where you grab a bag, dump it in a bowl, you're done. You don't need no technology, no nothing. Hold up. Is it cold? Is it like room temperature? Is that what you're talking about? It's popcorn. It doesn't have a temperature. It's just (laughs) popcorn. I mean, yes, it's room temperature for all intents and purposes. I don't know. (laughs) But at the same time, where you've got this popcorn, where you've had this, had this chilling with Dylan labor of love. <laughs> that he's apparently eating like right off the stove when it's real effing hot. Yeah. He's like, I need it burn it. I want to burn and, my mouth. And you're worrying about, oh my God, did I burn the popcorn? Or did some of the kernels not pop? Well, guess what? This is already done for you. All right. It's tasty white cheddar. Lends itself beautifully to a nice puff snack. It's a great start to your movie night where you start off with like, hmm. What's this? It's, ooh, is this white cheddar popcorn? <laughs> I do declare my host has it going on. All right. So this is a perfect way to start off your movie night. It's delicious. It comes in that black bag. You know it. You love it. All right. White cheddar popcorn from Smart Food. Maybe you're Excellent watching start. Chicago too, doing the old give them the old razzle dazzle. Exactly. Cheddar popcorn's flying everywhere. Exactly. You just pour that in a bowl, done skis. All right. So that's going to be my first round pick. Good pick, dude. That Thank is you. a that's a good pick. Yep. Didn't even think of it. Yep. <laughs> the first round was has already been wild. <laughs> we need to take a step into the lounge. We need to take a rest in the lounge. Dylan, what do you got for us? Mm-mm-mm. Hopefully no burnt popcorn, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, because he's slaving over that <laughs> stuff to make sure it doesn't burn. <laughs> I shake that shit. He walks himself through the steps. Okay, now shake it a little bit. Now, how long is butter, it going to take, take you to make popcorn for all all four of us? All four. Uh, Actually, it technically be five of us because if we're coming to your place for a movie, Allison's going to be there. Here's what I think. I think that we're going to be having a beer or a cider. At first, maybe some whiskey, chatting. I'm going to start warming up the pan, and I'll have the popcorn ready to go 10 minutes later. It could be, it could like be faster than that, but like, uh, it's, wait, did you say 10 minutes? Well, like, no, I'm just, is that what you said? 10 if minutes? we're chatting, yeah, 10 minutes. But if we're like, if, if I'm in a hurry, I can get that shit done in five. <laughs> You want me to get like? Do you want me to like? Do you want to be chatting or should I just be hurrying my ass? What do you want? I'm just trying to be like you can cook cook enough popcorn for five for six people in five minutes. I've got a giant like stovetop container. What the fuck am I trying to say right now? I don't know. uh, 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 Saucepan, Jesus. Yeah, I've got a giant saucepan that I cook popcorn in. Okay. (laughs) 
You're right. your own man. <laughs> you pop your pop. I pop my own popcorn. Um, hey, this is chilling with Dylan. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome. Um, okay, y'all. Um, so, this is according to the 2014 Nielsen report. What percentage of North American respondents ate snacks instead of dinner at least once in the previous 30 days? What percentage? And, and that you said popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> what per- ate a snack? Snacks. Ate a snack? We're okay. talking about snacks instead of dinner. Gotcha. Yeah, because this is this is a whole pod about snacks. <sighs> um, I'm gonna say sixty-seven percent. Sixty-seven percent. Thirty percent. I was also thinking thirty, so I guess I'll go forty-five. Ben is like almost on the money. It's 41%. Dang. 41% of North American respondents ate snacks instead of dinner at least once in the previous 30 days. Damn. Um, I'm curious like if any of us have done that because I'm thinking like, I'm trying to think back to if I've done this in the last month. I know there are times when I eat a like really big or late lunch and mm-hmm. this happens where I skip dinner, but... I can't think of like snacking so heavily that I I do did I I skip dinner. No, I do that sometimes. Like, yeah, you know, sometimes you're just like in a snacky kind of mood, and you're like, you know what? All the options just don't sound very good. So, I I find myself in that forty one percent. Yeah, I I feel like the number makes sense to me just because of the country we're in. Like Americans on average work pretty hard. They're like, busy. Yeah, like out of industrialized nations, like we push ourselves really hard. We often don't take the full amount of like paid time off that we actually get. Like we're constantly go, go, go. So when I think of like someone who's juggling a lot or really work focused, then I think someone who might not have planned ahead, done a meal, you got home late, you just, you know, you need something easy. You need something like a snack. And you're just like, I'm so done. I'm not even thinking about food that much. Yeah. Well, and to think about teachers in the room, how many times have you been in a situation where you've been in the classroom and you've got, you know, lunch and you're like, ooh, I don't have time for lunch. You just grab, you grab a snack and you're like, yeah, power through. So absolutely, I feel that. Yeah. And this is actually reflected, his, like, and Ben's going to go into this later, I guess the history of snacks, right? But historically, since the late 1970s, daily calorie intake has increased among men and women with the majority of additional calories consumed between meals with snacks. Um, so snacking is a big part of our culture, right? And that's not necessarily a bad thing. Um, there's good snacks and there's less good snacks, but like a little bit of both is not a bad thing. Um, okay. So I've got another one. Uh, actually, yeah, I think that's it. I think that's all I had. Excellent. That was an interesting, like, Thing to think about. I hadn't really thought about that. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, we are busy. We're busy people. Like, Dustin's right. Um, I I seriously contemplated, for instance, like, yesterday. I was talking to Allison. I was like, I'm stressed. I've got personal days, but I don't really like taking time off. And she was like, why don't you take a personal day? Mm-hmm. So I'm, I, I scheduled a personal day for Monday. But, like, it was a real head-scratch moment, right? Because as an American, I think... Somehow, subliminally, it's pushed into my head that I have to work as much as possible. Yeah. For as long as possible. Yeah, it's like a cultural norm, you know? We should all take a personal day and go camping. 
That sounds yeah. great. I'm so down with that. True. Yeah. Um, okay. Wait. Hold on. Check this out. A 2011 <laughs> report from the U.S. Department of Agriculture claims Americans snack twice as often as they did in the late 1970s. Um, so, I don't know. It's interesting. Snacking, increasing in frequency as we get busier? Maybe. Yeah. I mean, you just don't have time anymore, right? Yeah. Dylan, I'm still like thinking back to the baseball episode. You're like, yeah, yeah. Like, he's That's like it. your family. I'm done. It's like I'm done. Wait, <laughs> actually, hold interesting up. thing. So compared to 1970, okay, what you see, what you're seeing is ADD in action right now with my brain. It's just like, and I'm gonna go back to this topic. <laughs> <laughs> hey, it's all good. You got a spot in the Renoir family, so we all do. I, when, I, you're, I when you're chilling it. with Dylan, you want to stay in that lounge as long as possible, baby. Yeah. But actually, that's the, that's the extent of my lounge today. It's pretty short and brief for today. He's kicking us out. He said, get the fuck out. And go back to your draft. He said, you make Done fun of my lounge. damn popcorn. You don't get to stay extra hours. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here. Picking the lesser of the three popcorns. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> we need more picks. We need to round out this team. Uh, round two. Matt, god damn it. You in this fucking <laughs> fourth again. spot. Yeah. Always back again. I end second. It's like, oh, hey, look whose pick it is. It's Matt. It's always Matt. <laughs> oh, hey, howdy, neighbor. Oh, hey, howdy, neighbor. All righty. With the second pick, I'm going to go with something on the sweet side. I've got my popcorn pick. And with any good movie night, you're thinking candy, right? You got to have that something sweet, something poppable. But also where you run into some issues with candies like Sour Patch Kids, it's going to leave a little residue on your fingers, some stuff like that. My candy won't do that. In fact, my candy is a nice <laughs> blend of everything you would possibly would want in a candy that's also not going to make a lot of noise because there's nothing worse than, like, the guy you're like, are you eating corn nuts next to me? <laughs> right? Yes. So with my second pick, I'm going to go with peanut butter M&Ms. Oh, nice. my man. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Wait, <laughs> I like that we're doing home movies, so... First, I was like, yeah, yeah, that guy is annoying in the theater. And then I was like, wait, no, it's, it's a home you. movie. You're the annoying yeah. guy. Yeah. <laughs> like, he's either talking about me or Hannah. <laughs> uh, uh, are you sitting next to me? Can you stop? <laughs> Can you stop eating those corners, please? But peanut butter M&M's, these are delicious, right? They are bomb. They are so good. You could go through a bag full and not even think twice about peanut butter M&M's, all right? It's a perfect one to put it in a bowl, set aside for serving your guests. You grab a handful, you're good. Your hands aren't sticky. They ain't nothing. And it's got that perfect blend of chocolate and peanut butter. It's sweet and savory. You know you love that flavor combination. And if you're going to pick a candy, I mean, it's not too loud. It's not too quiet. It's just right. It's the Goldilocks. <laughs> just <laughs> right. All right. Yes. So I love peanut butter M&M's. If you haven't had peanut butter M&M's, go grab yourself a pack. They're going to change your life. All right. They're so damn tasty. They're so damn good. And you got to have a candy. So I'm going to go with that chocolate peanut butter combo that everybody loves. and Do it in a fun little way. Peanut butter M&M's. There I respect you respect that. Woo-woo. Nice. Good pick. All right. Dustin. It's on to me. Okay, so thinking about my team, I'm trying to have a team that's cohesive. And I'm going to walk you through my night. I'm hosting you. We're definitely doing a double feature. We're definitely modeling it after late night. Y'all are going to get fucked up. I'm going to make sure of that. <laughs> I'll be pushing respectfully, but you know I'm going to have options for you, whatever you want. So as we're effed up, we're going to model it on a late night cuisine that's perfect for when you're effed up and you're having a good time. So I actually am going to model it off of a lot of late night Korean food cuisine. So I'm going to do homemade Korean fried chicken. So you Dope. come over. Nice. 
We're going to be taking some shots and getting some drinks. Um, boom, tell you about my favorite short 30-minute thing. I'll get you into that. Turn it on. going to fry it up. It's going to be sweet and spicy. It's going to have that gochujang sauce that I'm going to make fresh and drizzle it over the wings. Now, this is going to be a food-oriented event. Not only are you effed up, but this is like when you're effed up and you're like, I'm excited to eat. Like food all of a sudden is becoming just as important as the movie. So you're going to be watching. I'm going to have napkins for you. You're going to be chowing down. We're going to be watching a comedy, something that you can watch and giggle and laugh. And you're like making no sense at all. And the plot isn't too thick. So you don't get lost. And boom, I'm going to have it all set up for you. Lots of wings. That sounds delicious. Yeah. I mean, you had me at napkins. <laughs> <laughs> the cleanliness factor. I guess I was thinking about what Marjorie and I would get excited. Like, we've done that before. Like, if it's me and her watching a movie late at night, food is important. It's like, I, I love the snacking, but if we're trying to make a whole night of it, then it's just like a food has to be like a central component of the night's plans. It can't come as an afterthought. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> that's so that's so, so true. I like that pick and let me tell you why I like it. Uh, okay. I like Korean fried chicken wings. I'm assuming this is like what we've had yep. in federal way. Okay, so this is excellent. I'm not going to think about it as I have to go to your place to experience it. So I want to try and conceptualize these lists as if I have these at my disposal, am I happy with this setup mm. at the party? Yeah. Because I don't want to be dependent on you to enjoy <laughs> that. But I, yeah. that's awesome because my pick actually kind of goes in that same exact realm. I'm going with chicken drumsticks. Ooh, yeah. Yeah, see, and I've made those on the Traeger a bunch, but I feel like anyone can make drumsticks. They're pretty easy. Mm -hmm. You can make them in the stove. You can make them stovetop. You can make them on a grill. Uh, yeah. You can put just about any sauce on them, whatever you have. Mm. You can dip them in ketchup if you want. That's not my preference. I wouldn't put no ketchup on a chicken <laughs> leg, but hey, <laughs> if you do that, you do that. So my, and I'm going for that savory. You got, when you go to like a wing place, they'll give you popcorn as like your little appetizer. And then when you have after that, you have chicken, baby. Yep. So you start with the popcorn, the butter popcorn, you move on to the chicken legs. And again, like, the chicken legs, I'm playing off of what Matt was saying, too, with that PB&J, or with the PB&J, <laughs> with the peanut butter M&Ms. Eating chicken legs, there ain't no crunch to that. Yep. It's nice and quiet. It's nice and chill. You can enjoy that and not disturb the people next to you in your living room. Because remember, this is home movie viewing Close snacks. quarters here, yeah. In COVID age. COVID age. <laughs> <laughs> and, sorry to interrupt, but we're plug in our favorite grill with the trigger it's so easy you it got is. the temp thing but exactly <laughs> this isn't even a sponsor it's literally it perfect. we're not paid to say this. the meat falls off the bone yep and drumsticks like that you don't gotta work too hard for it no that's the easiest cleanup it's finger food bada bing, bada boom. savory finger food clutch you don't need yes. forks everyone yep. can just enjoy it boom bang bang Here's how good the Traeger is. <laughs> Traeger is this good. Allison, my my amazing partner and wife in my life, she 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 doesn't even like we don't even grill. We don't eat meat that much, but she's like, we should get a small Traeger. Oh yeah. <laughs> Let's go, baby. Boom. Boom. Yeah. Join the club. And you were nice. like, I don't really want to get one. I want to get a, <laughs> a Weber. I want to get a Weber. Uh, no, no. Oh, so Allison said it, and you were like, 
Yeah. Now that you say it. Three of us who've owned Traeger's been telling you, and you're like, I don't know. I just want a Weber. I just want a, I just want a Weber. Yeah. But, Ben, that's a good pick. Yeah, good pick. Chicken legs, my second pick. Them drumsticks. I love it. Dylan, Wait. it's on to you. Okay. So, I'm, you know, I, I'm i going a little bit different. I'm going, I'm hearkening to the the sugar tooth. I've got I've got the salt. I've got the butter. But I want more butter, but I want something sweet. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to put some chocolate chip cookie dough in the oven. I'm going to bake it. For about, <laughs> you talking about making cookies? I'm going to I'm going to bake that chocolate chip cookie dough for about 15 minutes. So here is and you're going to uh, narrate the whole guys, time, guys. <laughs> Dylan literally picks the ingredients. He goes so deep, he's like, I'm going to get the cookie dough out of the fridge. The that cookie, is, so that's your pick, cookie dough. Hold up. Wait. Cookie, dough, cookie dough that you can bake yourself. And the chocolate chip cookies. That's mixed with three-fourths of a cup of plain white sugar. So did you make the dough from scratch? Is that... That's no, that, he pulled no. it out. I pulled it out. So he wants like Pillsbury. Yeah, is this some this, damn Toll House cookies? This is like some Toll House shit. <laughs> toll House. All right. The way you sell it, you're not giving up your rugged individualism. He's oh, like, yeah, he, it is some Toll House shit. I'm I, making my I, own shit. Okay, here's I the, pulled so, out of the fridge. If you're at my house, actually, there's a good chance Allison will just like like somehow whip up Chocolate chip cookies from scratch. I but feel cheated. That didn't happen <laughs> when I came over. If, if you're if you're just with me, where I'm going to get the Toll House. But the thing is, Toll House fresh chocolate chip cookies are delicious. They're especially especially when they've just come out of the oven. They've had like maybe like I don't know five minutes to cool down a little bit. They're still warm. They're still gooey. You can still bite into them, right? Ooh, and they're just so good. You get that dough. You get the chocolate. You're watching a movie, and you say to yourself, I don't want one. I want three cookies because I'm with five people, <laughs> and there's 15 cookies, and each of us can have three. And it's just fine to have three cookies, and they're delicious. So, yeah, Toll House cookies, <laughs> fresh out of the oven, 15 minutes in the oven at 425, and uh, we're good. If you can't make it, can you pre-record this narration so I can hit play? As it's like, ooh, and then you're pulling the dough out of the fridge. And like, yeah. I'm unwrapping the dough right now. Enhance the experience. <laughs> I'm slapping it on the table. <laughs> Whap! Oh, Whap! My goodness. <laughs> oh, my goodness. What has happened? You're getting an experience. You're really chilling with Dylan on He's his making movie night. you everything. Yep. But if you have his stuff at your house, then you are making everything. So... Well, take that how you, how you want to take it. I mean, I mean, I guess have, you have to make stuff to eat it. So, well, hey, <laughs> hey, spoiler alert! Just more work. You could have picked fucking Oreos, and people would have been like, "Hell yeah, Oreos!" <laughs> Dude, what? Don't tell me you don't like a, a chocolate chip cookie. Dude, Oreos! Don't you tell just, me what you just said to me was I could have three chocolate chip cookies. Yeah, giant chocolate chip cookies. Three. Yeah, giant. Three. What is giant? Like there Very could be large. there could be four <laughs> Oreos in each cookie. I mean that that's a big cookie to deal with, right? Yeah, but do you know how many Oreos are in a pack of Oreos? Like twenty four. Is that how many there are? Let me look it up. That was a very precise number. Yeah, I know. He said that with some confidence. <laughs> he was like, "What's the math for the amount of cookies that would fit in my large cookies or my giant cookies?" Sorry. Uh. Okay. Oh shit. 
Damn. There's like 40-something cookies. There's like 45 cookies. That's right, bitch. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> and you can double stuff them. Ooh-wee. Matt's like, my next pick is. <laughs> Actually, Dylan's going next, so he's gonna. it's going to go back nah, to the root beer. Like, nah. cookie kingpin over here. <laughs> Cornering the market on the cookies. Yeah. Hey, I will defend chocolate chip cookies till the day I die. Oreos are great. I'm not dissing Oreos, but like a fresh, out-of-the-oven chocolate chip cookie while you're watching a movie, that is a luxury item, and you cannot beat that. You can open up a, uh, you can open up a package of Oreos any old day. Who's making cookies while you're watching a movie, dude? dude have that's you ever, a process. Have you ever heard of before the movie or halftime intermission while you take? There a, ain't no halftime in a movie. While you take a piss break, come on. Mick Jagger ain't doing no show in the oh middle of the movie, so you can go make fucking cookies. I will back him up though if we're doing a double feature. Double feature, uh, yes. yes. You're doing a double yeah. feature, it's fine. You may, Or you just make them at the beginning. I've, I've structured my whole team around the double feature idea, which is why I'm defending Dylan right now, because I'm like, my team rides on this and right I will now. Say We're in it for the long haul. <laughs> I will say no one came for you. <laughs> I know, but for the longevity, I'm like, I need to establish this as okay. <laughs> You're right. And in the beginning, I did say, how many movies did I say that we're watching? I don't know, like two? Yep. That's right. Yeah. I think that's generally the standard for a lot of yeah. like movie nights. It's like yeah. one and a half to If it's two. like on your calendar, like you are having a movie night. Yeah, take that 15 minutes to make some fresh baked cookies. You don't have to put it on your calendar, but like it's a thing. You know, like, what we doing? Yeah. Movies, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Uh, yeah. Wonderful. Well, <laughs> way to wrap up the second round. <laughs> yep. Which means it's halftime. Oh, that was sad. I don't know why that <laughs> happened. <laughs> Cut us short. You ain't getting the full cosmic connections there. I guess not. <laughs> you got robbed. Or maybe we got robbed. Dylan talked about snacks. I'm going to talk about movie snacks. Movie snacks. We're talking about those snacks that you eat when you're watching movies. Of course, this all starts in like in movie theaters. right? When you go to a movie, it's all about the big screen, the big speakers, the big food, you get big ass sodas, you get big old popcorns, <laughs> get big old boxes of candy that are going to last through the whole feature and keep you just hyper enough to stay awake. Yeah, that's right. Because when you're watching screenings of Lord of the Rings or Star Wars or yeah. any movie that's, you know, long or Marvel movie that End might game. be three yeah. hours you're gonna long, need it. you need them deep snacks. But it took a while to get to this point. See? In the early 20th century, these things called Nickelodeons, these are like really small theaters, started popping up in small towns across the country, offering five-cent silent movies and live accompaniments with piano and organ play, o- organ? Organ? Organ. organ players, you know, so they were really jazzing it up. This is silent films, you know. And at that time, they weren't offering no foods. Was there, there wasn't foods offered in theaters. They had actual rules. They were saying, hey, you can't come in here with no food. This is a classy establishment. It's classy. Well, people snuck shit in. And it also didn't stop <laughs> self-employed vendors from walking in the theater and selling their food. So, you know, it'd be like, Matt comes into my theater. I don't fucking know him. And he's like, hey, get a hot dog. I got a hot dog. Get me a hot dog. So that's, that's how that started. But early on, the popular snacks were popcorn and peanuts. Assholes eating peanuts. Crunch, crunch, crunch. In the 20s and 30s, these Nickelodeons were replaced with more upscale movie theaters. 
These were inspired by European palaces, so they were marble lined. They like just fancy ass hallways, crystal chandeliers, billard rooms. They even had drop off daycare centers for your kids. Damn. If you ever heard of a Fox Theater, Fox yeah. Theater was these were like those theaters. Wow. Yeah. Super fancy. They but see they cater to the wealthier. The wealthy customers and they didn't really tolerate messy, disruptive snacks. So they also didn't have snack bars. But, you know, these privileged motherfuckers, they were like, I'm going to this fancy-ass place. I'm going to bring my fancy snacks. <laughs> 20s, 30s, those fancy snacks were the Babe Ruth bars. Hell yeah. Not named after Babe Ruth, the baseball player. Did you know that? Yeah. Okay. Did you know that, Dylan? I had no idea. Well, I knew you didn't know that. It was named after Grover Cleveland's daughter. Baby Ruth. Baby Ruth. Other classics in that time were the Goobers, Milk Duds, Raisinets, Bob Whites, which were... Basically the precursor to snow caps. And then also the biggest rivalry in licorice snacks between Twizzlers and classic raspberry vines began. Well, that would later become red vines. Although yeah. red vines aren't even raspberry, though. That would be kind of... What well, are they? Yeah. That's why they changed their name. Yeah. They were classic raspberry vines, and then they changed to red vines later. Huh. What is that flavor? It's bomb. It's, just it's red. Yeah. It's red flavor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anonymous red flavor. This is like the saltine cracker yeah. all over again, but what is the flavor? Dylan, look love. up the flavor of like, what is it? Is it is it's it not, not cherry. an anise? It's, is it's it not an anise? It's and red and it, viney. It's raspberry. Really? Oh, it does not taste raspberry. It does not it taste is, like raspberry. Well, now, raspberry. shit, that just changed my whole, my whole <laughs> rating system of licorice is now toppled. I don't try, like, Twizzlers has way better raspberry. Uh, oh, damn. Do, red I vine would, does not taste like raspberry. If the, Yeah, but, like, what do you like better? Because ra- I, I don't eat artificial <laughs> cherry because I want a cherry. Cherry and artificial cherries don't taste anything like like if I want the actual fruit raspberry, you know what I mean. None of yeah, the artificial fruit flavors. I know, but are, which you, ones are spot on? Bananas kind of spot on. That one's a gross. That's not one. the dude. Whoa, hold up. What the <laughs> fuck? How did you go down this direction? You like blue raspberry sour patch the best, which is fake. I'm not saying that it's the most real. I'm just saying yeah. which has the best artificial. Raspberry taste. Twizzlers has a way better raspberry artificial taste. Wait, pause. Then Red Vine. <laughs> Hold Red up. Vine doesn't. None of us knew that Red Vine was supposed to be raspberry. Yeah, but no. Dustin, but did you say you like banana? No, I said it's the worst. Oh, thank God. For artificial okay, fruit sorry. flavors. Sorry. What I'm saying is you all of a sudden heard that it was raspberry and it changed your thought on it. But were your taste buds at all concerned with categorization there? <laughs> like you ate the Red Vine. Which one did you think tasted better? Before you even knew about the category. Because if I'm eating something and someone said that's supposed to taste like cherry, I'd be like, well, it doesn't. It tasted okay. Or, oh, this is supposed to taste like raspberry. It tasted bomb, but it doesn't taste like raspberry. We're talking about candy here. Which one did you think tasted better? Pull up the flavors of Twizzler. Because Twizzler has like a raspberry flavored. And then they have just like their red Twizzler. Yeah, the texture's we, off. I don't like the flavor as much. Red Vine definitely They've got wins strawberry, this. orange, lemon, caramel, apple-filled Twizzlers, blue raspberry, 
and watermelon flavored Twizzlers. Spinoffs include Twizzlers Pull and Peel, Twizzlers Bites, Nibs, and Candy Straws. Yeah, they're trying hard. See, but if I would we're not talking, pick them. if we're talking a raspberry, <laughs> I'm going for a raspberry flavored. Twizzlers has a better raspberry flavor. But this is why they do blind taste tests because your taste buds are reacting. <laughs> I know, but if you did a blind taste test between a red vine and something that was raspberry, and you were told the category, it's like. No, but beer. there you go. You're told the category is. Yeah, but that would be like I give you three root beers and you don't know that they're root beer. <laughs> the category is which drink do you like better? The category is which licorice do you like better? Well, no, because then chocolate might get put in there and then those flavors aren't even anywhere the same. I'm so confused. I am too. I can't follow <laughs> this. I don't even know what they're arguing. What are you guys arguing? I'm just I mean, I'm not, gonna just, re- I'm not going to recap it. I was just <laughs> saying I liked Twizzler's raspberry flavor better and I said, oh, Red Vines is supposed... Is supposed to be raspberry flavored. I don't think red vines taste anything like, taste raspberry. anything like raspberry. Let me sell yeah. this for everyone. So I was saying if the rating was based on them like tasting off raspberry, then it has fallen because it doesn't taste like raspberry. Red vine tastes like shit. There whoa, 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 <laughs> Raspberry uh red vines are very tasty. All right. Stay in your lane there. All right. <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. Stay in your lane. I was not expecting that, Matt. Okay. All, All right. right. Okay. I drafted Red Vines in the non-chocolate candies draft. I'm going to stick up for that. All right. I'm, I, re- I see you. I stick I, up for that, too. I, I yeah. respect that. Yeah. I also stay by my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this is kind of contentious in this connection segment. <laughs> I know. Over nothing. <laughs> Something that's like uh, just a side note in your story. I know. I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) So with your claims. (laughs) The claim is a subjective personal claim. I can still make the fucking claim. There's nothing faulty about the claim. Where were we in the history of snacks? We only made it to the Great Depression. (laughs) So in the Great Depression, cinema owners got desperate because times were tough. So they had to start letting more people into theaters. So then they started hawking awesome snacks. Those included popcorn, which was still the number one seller, sodas, pretzels, nachos, and hot dogs. The menu's expanding. Stays like that until the post-war, after World War II. Things that were popular with, with GIs overseas started to become popular in theaters. The biggest seller being M&M's. M&M's were included in GI rations during World War II, so soldiers got used to M&M's. They really found a love for the candy. So when they came back, movie theaters actually capitalized on that and sold M&M's in their theaters. It ended up being the second best seller behind popcorn. And then other things started to come out after the 70s. You had, well, Sour Patch Kids, but at first they weren't called Sour Patch Kids. They were called Mars Men because they came out in the 70s around the time when UFOs and space were super hot. But then in the 80s, they changed their name to Sour Patch Kids to capitalize on the Cabbage Patch Kids Mm -hmm. craze. And then finally, the last big snack that really came in were Reese's Pieces. And even though they came out in 78, they got big after E.T. But nowadays, theaters have gotten fancy, y'all. They sell everything. They don't just sell the popcorn, candy, soda, hot dogs, and nachos. They sell, like, full-on food. There are places that bake fresh sweets and specialty coffees. There are places that serve actual scooped ice cream. You can order meals at places like Cinnabar and enjoy your movie. It's crazy. 
So as time has gone by, we have incorporated more snacks into our theaters, and those snacks have started to replicate a lot more of what we would like to see in our homes or what we'd like to experience personally with the films instead of just your traditional behind-the-counter uh, big-ticket food item. Yeah, because, I mean, movies are, it's a time commitment. So if you're going to go out, think about it. Movie nights always kind of coincide with date night. Mm. Why don't you just cut out the middle step of dinner and a movie and you just get dinner at the movie? Yeah. You know? Exactly. Two birds, yeah. one stone. I mean, AMC was, before COVID, they were implementing adding casual restaurants to a lot of their theaters where they would sell burgers, quesadillas, pizzas, not those like shitty pizzas that you just like throw in the little mini oven. <laughs> like they're actually making pizzas back there. I mean, Cinnabar already does that very well. And they have like movie theme pizzas like Mystic Pizza. Which one's that for? It's like Mystic River. Uh, oh okay. man, <laughs> dude, that's a good film. You should watch it. I should. Okay, well, I they felt also embarrassed have, that I didn't know. So I was they, like, they also have anything. When Harry Met Salad. <laughs> oh, Ooh, nice. there you go. Okay. 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 So. Yeah, it definitely makes sense because they got to adapt. It's a different viewing, streaming, all that kind of stuff is changing with home entertainment. Makes sense. There's a lot more like cult movies too that you'll go to, like. Rocky Horror Picture Show. Like I'm gonna go to Central Cinema and I'm gonna get a beer and we're gonna like laugh and it's gonna be an experience. Like, yeah, yeah, smart movie theaters gotta adapt. They have to. I love being able to get a craft beer at a movie and yum, yum. enjoy it. Um, the only thing I'll say is like when I go to AMC and I get a craft beer, it's just on like the lowest priority level for for like the the people who manage the theater and it takes forever. And so that's the one thing I'll say. Other cinemas handle handle it much better especially the smaller ones, but, man, love Although, a beer in a theater. You know what would be badass for, like, a dine-in experience at a movie? Because in the Cinnabar, you got to wait for the people to come bring you your food and whatnot. What if they had, like, a sushi restaurant-style conveyor belt of things just, like, going off, and you pick something <laughs> off yeah. the belt, and you eat it, and then it's just, like, that's convenient. It's a right good yeah, money be dope, right? I love that. I love that. Right? People like, you just bank. have, like, plates of fries just... You know, yep. conveying through the theater. Only like, issue is now good. with COVID, it's like, well, everyone just breathed on that. Yep. Don't want that. Dylan just <laughs> breathed all on my food. As he was narrating <laughs> his decisions. So I was Ooh, making those. Grab these as it, fries. As no, it, never mind. I'm putting them back. Making those <laughs> hot chocolate chip cookies at 425 for 15 minutes, and uh, I breathed <laughs> yeah, on see, the food. As, he, as it was passing him, he thought to himself, Huh, what would I, or he said to himself, I guess, because he's talking on the food, how do I make you in my own home? <laughs> First, I pull you out of the fridge, then I take you out of the package and whap, slap you on the package. I just imagine him getting really close down to the food as it's moving past him and he's walking with it like, what are you made of? I want to make you at home. <laughs> All right, well, that was a pleasant halftime when a lot of places got contentious <laughs> over fucking Twizzlers and Red Vines. It happens. It happens. <laughs> Time for a quick recap. Dylan, you ready to recap? Uh, yeah, let me recap. So uh, I came in hot with, um, like, popcorn kernels you pop at home with butter and salt. When, and toll. Huh? Whenever you recap and you have the first pick, you always start with, I came in hot with. <laughs> <laughs> it's my signature move. It's I came in hot <laughs> with the kernel corn. <laughs> this time I actually did come in hot. Um, and uh, also Toll House chocolate chip cookies <laughs> fresh from the oven. Ben had that sweet, that savory pop secret popcorn that you pop in the microwave. 
and chicken drumsticks that presumably are coming off the Traeger. Uh, and hopefully, you know, not in the oven because they might get a little cold if you put them in the oven. Don't uh, put your own cooking methods onto it. <laughs> uh, Dustin. Why would you put chicken legs in a cold oven? <laughs> you would cook them in a hot oven. <laughs> I am so confused by what you said. Dylan coming okay. in hot, Ben coming in cold. <laughs> some salmonella on some <laughs> raw wings. <laughs> uh, Dustin had Sour Patch Kids, which are delicious, and Korean fried chicken. Haven't had it. Sounds you great. You have the wings. I have the legs. Hmm? Nothing. Never mind. Matt had white cheddar popcorn, which is going to be room temperature, and be- peanut butter m and <laughs> Which should also hopefully be room temperature under. Matt is coming in lukewarm. <laughs> Sorry, Matt. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm a little too busy hosting with my guests to like deal with preparing crap, right? Yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Matt, I'm with you, too. It's Thank you. And you're not. You're in the kitchen. Yeah, you're, you're baking shit over yeah, here. Yeah, I, I actually my- think Dylan... I got Me an and you are like thinking a little similarly. Okay, it's kind of an interesting split that happens. We're both kind of cooking. You both are pre- preparing for an easy hosting experience. I mean, I'm cooking with the chicken legs, but yeah. I'm not overcomplicating it. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying, to, I'm trying to kick it. Yeah. You're gone. You're not in here. Oh, if this was your place kitchen. and we were doing this uh, word podcast and then you're in the kitchen. Oh, whatever. We're <laughs> He's at eye level with the popcorn. Just, just looking at it. <laughs> Talking, how do I make you? How do I make you in my kitchen? Just breathing on it. Breathing all over it. All right, it's time for round three. Round three. Okay, so for round three, I'm going to choose... Something to breathe on. (laughs) Presumably when I put it in my mouth. Um, I'm going to pick a snack favorite. Okay, and this is this is one that is an absolute cl- <laughs> classic. Tostitos. <laughs> 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 it's the most versatile chip yes. you can possibly imagine. <laughs> Came in hot during that one. <laughs> oh, that's oh, some funny boy. shit. He's <laughs> like, it's it. funny. Yeah, I'm picking it. <laughs> it's true. It's fucking true. No, um, I'm going to choose nachos and cheese. All right. I'm having fondue night. I'm going to dip some nachos and some cheese. It's going to be delicious. Oh my God. I'm going to. I'm going to warm that cheese up on the oven, and then we're. I'm going to put it in a bowl for everyone. Actually, separate bowls in COVID times. And you know what? Because everyone likes a double dip. No one likes to admit it, but hey, you like a double dip, and you want to double dip that, and you want to double dip that hot nacho and that hot cheese. Or hey, maybe instead I'll make separate bowls and I'll pour the cheese on top of your nachos. How about that? Does that sound good? I think it sounds real good. Can mm. I get some clarification? <clears throat> when you say nachos, are you talking about? Getting chips and pouring cheese on them, yeah, like nacho chips. You know what I'm saying like nachos. Yeah, and like cheese? like some Tostito chips. I don't know about Tostito. <laughs> wait, hold on. Whoa, wait, wait, what, wait. You're t- putting cheese on like Doritos nacho cheese chips? Not Doritos. Hold up. Wait, what? What the fuck are you talking about? They not we- tortilla chips, but not <laughs> when you get nachos and cheese. What type of chip is that? I've actually it's never- on a tortilla corn chip. Right, let's do. We're that. a little thrown off because you didn't walk us through the same process. Oh, yeah. I'm, sorry. I'm like, I'm not convinced that okay. you even know how to make these chips. <laughs> hold up, you just hold said up. put cheese on a and then slap on a nacho on, <laughs> on a nacho. What? Let me rewind. Yeah, please do. So I'm gonna open up the cabinet and I'm gonna pull out my bag of, uh, I guess. Tortilla chips. What brand of t- tortilla chips, please? Oh, what brand of tortilla chips? That is an excellent question, man. 
I guess I'll go with Tostitos. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> and uh, but actually, I'm going to go with the scoops um, because it's more practical when you're eating nachos and cheese. You don't want that giant jagged. You don't shit. make nachos out of scoops, but okay, you pick that. That's you. He's you already, he's already down that river. It's right? fine. Yeah. No, because you can scoop the nacho cheese or pour it on top. It's great. All right, so I've got the yeah. Uh, so how high is your nacho stack going to be? Uh, These things do not lay well. No, they could. I think, are you thinking more like the ballpark? Like you have a <clears throat> cup of cheese that's in like a semi-liquidy, yeah, solid form, right? It's got some like solidity to it. I don't know the right word. Yeah, are you? Are and then you you're dipping and pulling out? I didn't know yeah. this would be so contentious. No, because I feel like he's saying he's drizzling the cheese on the chips. I mean, you could do either. You could have the the bowl of cheese or drizzle it. Like, are we talking about the type of nachos where you get a whole plate? You everything stacked. You got cheese. You have all, you know. Um, no, he only said greens. chips and cheese. I know. I'm trying to, like, establish how is this being served. You said it's because I mean, the scoops. You get fancy and put some olives in there, sure. Like, <laughs> not exactly what not. I meant by like, being <laughs> I guess if you want <laughs> some olives. Hey, you know what? I'll get in the fridge. I'll get some olives yeah. for you. <laughs> now he's got he's olives, like, I'm going chips, back. and cheese. <laughs> I'm going back to what works. They all I'm making the supreme idea. nachos I, I, now. I'm just, I know. I like, I'm, I'm going to stick with it. This is ridiculous. I'm going to stick with nachos and cheese. Just like give me some nachos and cheese. Fuck. I'll make you some nachos and cheese. Who doesn't like nachos and cheese? Dude, is this a Midwest thing? I don't know. Oh, my God. Am I? Because nachos implies dude, cheese. Dude, yeah. Nachos have cheese on it already. It's not. So oh, like, I say that. I used to say it when I was a kid. Nachos and is cheese. Is this why we're confused? No, I, I said yeah. chips and cheese. I didn't say. Oh. I was a little kid. No, but chips and cheese yeah. makes sense. But the combination of chips and cheese makes nachos. So yep. if you want nachos, then you just say nachos. But to say oh. you want yeah. nachos and cheese, that's why I was asking you so, the tortilla okay. chip. And you were like, no. So then I was like, so Doritos. This is an nacho interesting... cheese. Yeah. Now, now that you say that, yeah, yeah. I just said like, chips and cheese because it was like I looked at the ingredients. I guess like I'm just thinking about menus I've looked at my whole life, and it's like nachos and cheese. So I imagine getting like if I just order nachos, I'm just going to get the bland chips without the cheese, and I don't want that experience, right? I want the nachos <laughs> I want and the cheese. Tostitos. Don't Dude, you? That's weird. I've I've never. How do you order it here? I just get nachos. What the? Fuck? If everywhere I've ever gone, it's just yeah. like I just like yo, I, comes, I want the nachos. It's implied that the cheese is part of the nacho process. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe it is a Midwest thing. I don't know. Hey, I don't want to claim that. Anyway, because... we're way down the yeah. rabbit hole. On we're this. really. Hey, that's yeah. fine. We can yeah. be down the fucking rabbit hole. Yeah. We're trying to get clarification <laughs> on what he means because when he was saying nachos and cheese, I was like Doritos, nacho cheese. Like, what's a nacho chip? How about this? I want a nacho plate. I want a nacho. She, I, I, fuck. Is How, that your final answer? What the fuck do I have to say? I just want to order off the menu. I want a nacho and cheese. But plate. you're at home. You're That's not ordering saying. something off the menu. I know, you're but making I'm gonna, it. I'm gonna make it. So what do you want on your? What do you want on your nachos? Right. Do you just want just chips and cheese? I want to go classic. I want to go easy. I want to make it good for everyone because not everyone can have everything, right? You might have some veggie folks in the room. I'm gonna go the nachos and cheese route. Like, <laughs> chips and cheese. You right. want chips with Matt cheese on so it. Done. That's what he wants. Toast, like Tostito scoops and cheese. Okay, we, we've clarified that one. Yes, uh, I didn't think that would be so contentious. I well, thought dude, because if you say you want Tostito scoops and you want to have the option to scoop, you're you don't have nachos. You have chips and dip, like that. But can't you? Isn't put the it dip? weird? Isn't it weird how that works? But it is how it is. is like, it, that's can you just, put the dip on the chips? Well, yeah, but and then you have nachos, but you have to bake the chips with the cheese. You don't just put cheese on a chip and then just leave it on there. 
I mean, you can bake it. I think I, that's why I was trying to determine the type of cheese. Because, like, I feel like you're still thinking of, like, some, like, ballpark nachos where you're yes. dipping a, a weird... I don't even know if that's a real cheese. It's like, like a, a, a nuclear cheese. Oh, yeah. the liquidy yeah. cheese. That's what he means. Oh. I'm talking about. I'm talking about some... You've some made, like, you've made like a cheese sauce. Shit. It's like a cheese sauce. Yeah. 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 Okay, I feel you. I feel you. Okay. Well, Woo, that wasn't as popular as I thought it would. This is a, a clearly going well for me over here. I, I lost out with the chocolate chip cookies, and I'm losing out with nachos, which I thought were very popular. I see Matt smiling over here because he knows what's going down. Dude, if you had just... Oh, my God. <laughs> I just have to teach you a lesson right now. If you had just said, dude, I want nachos. We're making nachos. We're doing it big. We got the chips, the cheese, the beans, like... You would have had it. That's a sell. That's a fuck yeah. That's bomb. I'm trying to eat up on that. Well, maybe because it's chips and it's crunchy. I don't know. Later, more on that later. But just like the chips and the cheese. That's just not a. Just the hot. I mean, that reminds me of like grade school nachos. You go to school and you're like, ooh, it's nacho day. And it's a boat of chips with some cheese poured on it. <laughs> and as a kid you're stoked you're like yeah, yeah. with my little pouch of milk <laughs> all right it is my pick third pick this is an important pick no one was ever going to take this but i'm taking it I'm trying to have that balance list i got that popcorn Mm-mm. got them chicken legs savory yummy next i'm going with Klondike bar. What would you do for a Klondike bar? Specifically, the mint chocolate chip Klondike bar. Gonna give you some sweet ice cream, some finger ice cream. You don't need a bowl, you don't need a spoon. All you gotta do is just grab it, munch, 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 throw the tinfoil wrapper away. It's Kobe. Middle of movie. Kobe. <laughs> Kobe. You can do that in your living room. I, re- I really hope the next movie night we all narrate what we're doing. That would be my, my wish. Well, there's going to be four separate movie nights. Yeah. So yeah, apparently Dylan's going to be spending the entire movie night crafting all of his stuff. Yeah. yeah he'll be in the kitchen making food. <laughs> That's good. I'll put a menu together. It's going to be go. great. Yeah, right. no one's got any shit to talk about Klondike yeah, bars. Yeah, Klondike bars go. are tasty. They're fine. Ice cream bar, let's go. <laughs> They're right, <fine>. Okay. <laughs> yes. Dustin, it's your turn. <laughs> okay. Um, so I'm going to go with a beverage. The next, I'm kind of almost thinking like, what do I need next? Where I got my Korean fried chicken and I need a nice, tasty, light beer. And we're going to go with the Korean beer, Hike. It's got the right, it's not too heavy. It's got a little bit of that like, carbonation almost like um like a pilsner almost like it kind of feels like it has like a little bit of like weediness to it but it, it's right it's perfect for beer i mean it's like designed for these kind of nights like it is paired together all the time it's a match made in heaven so we're going with hype beer i gotta keep you all turned up through these movies i picked hilarious ridiculous movies i want to have a fun night where we're all laughing so we can't be sobering up during movie one we need that hype beer mm. I could go on, but I know y'all like beer. Ben, it's pretty light. It's sure. not a cider, but it's all good. It will go good with the beer or with the chicken. I like chicken. You too. I don't got to sell. Beer is good beer. Beer is good beer. Burr. Beer. I have not had that beer, but I'd like <laughs> to try it though. Heck yes. Yes. 
You can feel all culture during the movie. Mm. Is it hype? Height. H I T E. I heard that some of us like but it beer. will get you hyped. Yes. Mm. <laughs> there we go. I was hearing chicken hype. and beer. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I like it. I like it. All right, to close out the third round, uh, I feel like I've gone with the nice, like, the finger fruits. We got to kind of continue on that trend, but also get into something that's got a little bit more substance because when you're coming over for movie night, again, it's, it is a double feature. Maybe it's a movie and a half. Maybe it's the full two. Depends on how, I don't know, willing your guests are to stay through, right? But you're planning in your head this is going to be a bit of a long one, so you're going to need more of the main course, right? You're going to need that main food. And to kind of stick with this chicken theme, I'm also on the mode of, when I go to Cinnabar, I order the chicken strip basket. So I'm going to go with chicken strips. But I'm going to go with a hometown favorite. I'm going to go with the Ezel's spicy chicken strips. And let's order a bunch of those for the group. Hold right? up. Just stick to chicken strips. Chicken strips. Don't go Ezel's. All right. Well, I'm thinking Ezel's. You're going to make some spicy shit like Ezel's. Yes, exactly. They'll, it'll be a little spicy. It's going to have a little bite to it. <clears throat> I like it. Right? So I'm thinking some spicy chicken strips. Not too spicy, but just right. You know, add a little bit more flavor. They're not bland, like, out of your freezer. But they're from your local joint. Maybe they're homemade. It's your choice, right? Wait, hold on. Is it, are they homemade? They have to be. Are they homemade or not? Because you're not going to leave your movie set up. Yeah. And Ezel's does not deliver. Well, you can get it through DoorDash. I guess you can get it through DoorDash, but yeah. But that's a lot, dude. You're going to pay a lot for Ezel's for a whole party's worth. All right, so I'll clarify. I'll say that they're going to be homemade chicken strips. So you're gonna Still have bomb. Yeah, yeah, they're gonna be fire. Maybe you got some some sauces that you're really feeling that day. Maybe your kind of your go-to sauces. Maybe you got like a little like Iron Chef where you've set up a few different sauces, right? Savor the flavor, whatever you might be choosing. All right, but they're gonna be tasty. They're perfect finger food. You put them in a little basket for your guests, a little plate. Maybe you have a couple different sauces on them. And they're just gonna be a, a notch above maybe just some wherever bland chicken strips you might have because these ones got like some nice spice to them. Right, so that's what I'm thinking. It's a nice main course. I like the chicken idea. I'm sticking with that, but I'm going chicken strips. Nice. Yeah. That was my main order when I was a kid. Chicken strips. I was strips. very adventurous eater. Dude, every still every restaurant, now. chicken strips and fries. That's the only thing you can eat at Dairy Queen. So the chicken strip <laughs> basket. <laughs> Shout out Fast yeah. Food Draft. Yeah. Cool. We don't have a sound for round table. Gotta get some like old like table. Just put that in. (laughs) (laughs) Insert round table noise here. Yeah. Okay. Round table noise here. What are we round tabling about? Talk I guess the we'll cut this out, obviously. We didn't really talk through what the round table is gonna be. Um do we wanna do kind of like the age of how like the decline of movie theaters? Post COVID, maybe something like that. I don't know. Good. Yeah. Okay. So I'll start like this. We're in a completely new age of movie viewing. We've been in COVID lockdown, kind of loose lockdown for the last year. Movie experiences have changed. Y'all, what have you seen? Like your personal experience. How have you felt about watching movies in your own home? See, I I enjoy the home movie night, but I also miss... I was a big uh, believer in Cinnabar. I love Cinnabar, mm. especially the one up in Mount Lake Terrace. Made some good food. Just nice to have, like, a beer and sit down in movie theater. I don't know. It's like the atmosphere. Like, even though the food is not that great, it's not like it's, like, incredible food, 
the atmosphere just makes it. So I'm missing yep. going to movies, smuggling it. And you all, everybody's been there where like, you know, you're a kid, even as adults, you're smuggling in your own candy because they don't have what you want. Shout out non-chocolate candies draft. I smuggle in Haribo gummy bears all the time. <laughs> yes. All right. <laughs> but I am, uh, I'm worried. I'm worried that movie theaters might not survive this. Which is sad because I, I love going to the movies. I love seeing a blockbuster with a big crowd and everybody going the <gasps> at the yeah. same time. You know, it's part of your, you know, it's an experience. And when you can add the food, it's even better. So I feel that so hard. Yeah. I don't know. I've seen, I think the biggest one I've seen at home so far is Wonder Woman 1984, which was disappointing. Wasn't that a big flop? Yeah. But I mean, I prepped for it, right? Allison and I, we prepped for it. We got our snacks ready, our, you know, home pop popcorn or chocolate chip cookies and uh we we you know made an experience out of it but it really isn't the same when you're not in that room with all these strangers and then the gross seats that people sit in and <laughs> that are now being replaced with much more comfortable seating thank yeah, you, you you can get power recliners at some regal theaters now yes i love Ta-da. regal so i really hope that movie theaters stick it out and make it through um, or maybe there's like an advent kind of like with Amazon and bookstores, like an advent of indie theaters again. Cause a lot of the cool ones around Seattle have like closed down actually, um, that I used to go to when I moved here eight years ago. So, uh, that's an interesting thing to think about of like, maybe instead of big chain theaters, maybe it reverts back to like the local, like marquee theater mm. in towns that becomes like alive again, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I would love having a neighborhood theater. Yeah, because I guess I'm thinking about Matt's response about, like, the unique experience. Like, think about all the experience, because we can watch movies at home. Movies are now released directly to streaming sites. So it's like, ooh, premiere, blah, blah, blah. It just started streaming. But I grew up, like, loving that experience of going to a movie theater. Even with a big, rowdy group, they'll still watch the movie, and you have something to talk about afterwards, where if you get a big, rowdy group over at your house... It can be a bit challenging. Like, if you're actually trying to enjoy the movie, like, I came, I wanted you to see this movie. There's so many times that that doesn't happen. Like, people are talking through the most important scenes. There's, like, not paying attention. Like, oh, who is that guy? And I'm like, it, it was all explained. You didn't see? But in the movie theater, you kind of have the best of both worlds because you get a go. Sometimes you're hanging out. You're laughing beforehand. Maybe you hang out afterwards. But during the movie theater, there's some chatting. But it's a lot more like a higher rate of success for everyone actually watches the movie. Mm-hmm. And I came from a family that loved to like debrief movies afterwards. So we did go to a lot of small independent movie theaters. And that was like a big experience. Like driving home, be like a 20-minute drive, we're all breaking it down. Like what did we see? What did we like? What about the actors' performances? Like you get that experience by going to a live showing. That's a little different than at home. Also, you get that whole, like, I don't know. Personally, I love this. I'm sure a lot of people love this. Like, right before your movie starts, you see all the previews, and then, like, you see a preview that you really like, and lean over, like, that looks good. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> I miss yes. that. You know, I miss that. During yeah. Tropic Thunder, all those fake commercials. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. I was with my mom and my sister, and it was the, uh, what was it, the booty juice or it was like it was like the i love the pussy love the pussy yeah, like yeah, yeah booty juice and my mom leaned over to me and oh man i was like 17 and i was so awkward like i do not talk about my mom with that kind of stuff and she's like oh my god is that real and I, was like, oh, I really hope not and where's this movie gonna go and the whole time i was like mortified i was like oh man this is terrible but my mom was laughing the whole time and i was like only the movie theater right. made us pick this, and only the movie theater is where my mom 
loves Tropic Thunder. She, <laughs> move on, move on, move on. <laughs> she had paid for that ticket and committed. I feel like at home, she might have gotten up and been like, oh, I got to go check something. And then just been out of the room the rest of the movie. See, I had a, an can't. experience like that, but I think my parents and I were watching that movie at home. And like when that came on, I was like, I got to go to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, man. Yeah, love the theaters. It's, it's a different experience. Yes. And like, especially when it gets dark. Right, and you feel the bass in your body in the seat, and there's no distractions around you, just like you said, right? You zoom in to that giant screen. I love sitting right underneath the screen. I know a lot of people don't like that because they uh, say back row, bro. Yeah, back row. This guy, he would. I, I yeah, do back I, row all the I way. Do. Back row. I'm bro. I'm I'm at the second row because I like the screen to just be the only thing like in my. But then you gotta go like, dude, but you have to move your head around to see what's happening. Middle nah. seat, back row, done. Uh, definitely mm-hmm. back row, middle seat, or like in the back. Well, at least, dude, that means that no matter what the circumstance, you will get into every movie. Yep, almost. <laughs> not not quite. But yeah. Well, a lot more than folks like us who want the middle or back. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Dylan ain't going to have a problem finding a seat in any movie. <laughs> so apparently, everything I do is controversial. I don't know. It's weird. Okay, but you know you're what? You're unique. Like, that's okay. We love it. You. You're love unique. It. Yeah. We love it. <laughs> movie theaters aren't going to go anywhere. People don't want to pay $30 for exclusive access to watch a movie that'll be available in six weeks on the same streaming service. Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted to see the new Mulan as much as anyone, but I wasn't going to pay 30 bucks because when it was in theaters, even with as expensive as movies are, I mean, y'all like going to movies that have people. I don't like going to movies with people. That's why Anisha and I go to movies on Sunday mornings <laughs> when people... I mean, granted, not a lot of churchgoers out here in the Pacific Northwest, but when people are at church or watching sports like mm-hmm. the Seahawks game, like you can go get a matinee ticket for like six bucks. Two people seeing a movie for 12 bucks on the big screen. Done. Yeah. Like there's Pretty no. Con- good. Sounds great. I mean, even even movies that are critically acclaimed like Raya and the Last Dragon, like now on Disney. I'm not going to pay 30 bucks to watch that shit. Get out of here. I wouldn't pay 30 bucks to watch a Marvel movie. And I like Marvel. Only if it's at Cinerama. I can get chocolate popcorn. That's it. Yeah, that sounds delicious. Amen to that. Yeah. Yeah. They went out of business, though. Cinerama? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah, I know. It's not devastating. That is, I mean, especially since they just redid the theater. Damn. That was my one of my favorite places to go. That sucks. I'm heartbroken. Oh, my God. Yeah, that was the only place I'd go, like, not during matinee. All right. Well, on that downer, boom. <laughs> Matt, it's time for you to finish off your team. Indeed. All right. So to kind of continue on my trend, again, we got some some small little finger food. You got your white cheddar popcorn. You can munch on at any point throughout the movie. Same thing with my peanut butter M&Ms. You got to have that kind of like that saltiness, and you got to have that little bit of sweetness and the savoriness that both have to offer. And then you got your main course. You got your chicken strips. It's also a snackable main course. So, to conclude my home movie experience, I'm going to go with a tried and true favorite. I'm going to go with some warm chocolate brownies with a nice scoop of vanilla ice cream in a bowl. That's your dessert right there. All right, I'm talking, you got that Tillamook vanilla bean ice cream, and you've got those homemade chocolate brownies. All right, they're warm out of the pan. You put them in there with, you know, the movie's about to end. You put them in there. Right, they come out. You serve up your guests a nice brownie sundae with a scoop of that beautiful Tillamook vanilla bean ice cream. Ooh, wait, what else do you need? 
that's a delicious dessert. Again, I'm sticking with the things that are not going to distract you, but everybody's like, let me tell you this. If I said, we've got some brownie sundaes right now, who's saying no? Nobody. <laughs> All right, that's a perfect dessert. It's It's got the combination of the hot, the cold. They play off one another beautifully, and that's a perfect way to end your nice movie night because you've gone from snackage to main course to finish it off with brownie sundae. Ended it hot and cold. There we go. Temperatures <laughs> ending hot and cold. Damn, I'm seeing acceptance from these guys, and I will just hold my tongue. All right. No, 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 no. You say your <laughs> Let's tongue. Let's hear it. You say your <laughs> tongue. Airing, airing of the grievances. Yes, best you, of us for the rest yep. of us. <laughs> you just pick two things as one pick. But it's a brownie Sunday. No, it's not. Those things are not fucking sold together. <laughs> a brownie is not sold with fucking ice cream unless you go to a goddamn store. If you're making brownies, like brownies is one thing. Ice cream is another. If you want to pair them together, dope. But that's two things. Like, that is two fucking things. I'm looking at everyone else's list. Damn it. Okay, well, if... D- well, Dylan has fucking two things, too, with Tostitos and cheese. See, that's wait, wait, whoa, whoa, whoa. It's not it's nachos and cheese. That's a classic th- combo. And you know what? I, I'm actually going to defend Matt because a combo... Yeah, because you're going to defend it because I just called you on that, too. No, like, because... You pick two fucking things. These are both, like, things that you can just make. Vanilla brownie sundae? Yeah. Like, that is not one thing. That's like, actually on my list of things. I will Bull say... fucking shit. If, if, if you the... just typed it because he fucking put no, it... Like, he look, said it. Dustin, what's it say right here? Because you what's typed that say? it. It's, no, it's that's hi- fucking... No. Is it highlighted? <laughs> is it highlighted? <laughs> yes, it's highlighted. <laughs> I, I will say this. Sunday. If consensus says it's on... They it, didn't say anything, it. so like I said, yeah. you... They were both so... Dustin gave you a verbal affirmation, and Dylan was over here like, mm-hmm, All right, thumbs up, <laughs> head nod. Yeah, he was so go. deep in that shit. <laughs> that's funny. That's good. Nice. Okay. Yeah, Dustin, it's your pick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the way that I've structured my night and the way I see it going, I got my main course. I got my beer to go with it. I have the candy for the end of the night during our second feature when we're lit and we're gone. And the, my last pick is going to be for that time of the night. We are still lit. I'm not going back into the kitchen. I'm gone. <laughs> I'm hanging out with all my peeps as well. While there is a gourmet popcorn that Margie and I like to make, that will only be for the honorable mention because I'm going to go with the next best thing that you can buy, which is the Chicago Mix popcorn that's got, you know what I'm talking about. You buy it in a bag, gigantic bag from the store. It's got caramel and cheese popcorn in it, and the mix is fire. It's so good. Is it the orange cheese or the white cheddar cheese? It's the orange cheese. Have you ever had the Chicago Mix? No, I haven't. So that's why I was asking. If oh, I I'm just it, saying. I wouldn't ask that oh, question. I'm just saying this is so addictive. Like you will finish the bag. It's dangerous. Like if you were trying to show restraint and <laughs> hold back, this is not the snack for you. This is something going back to Dylan's like chilling with Dylan. This is something that you wouldn't intend to replace dinner with. But oops, accidentally I ate the whole bag. Now I feel really <laughs> sick because I just demolished it. But hey, luckily we're going to be in a group. So we'll prevent that same level, but I bet you the bag will be gone. It's bomb. We need to get a bag in studio. So we sounds can try tasty. It. Yeah. 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 I good. can't believe no one else has had it. I mean, I've had the tins, like the, the tubs Ooh, of popcorn. This is this, different. This divvied up, but I haven't had it all mixed. Oh together. yeah. This is different. Okay. Cause I feel like the tub sometimes it can be like a little stale almost. Oh, it's like almost plasticky and yeah, yeah, no, this is so much different. Okay. 
Okay. Wow, I can't believe no one's had I respect that. the it's pick. So I just like, I have a thing about room temperature popcorn out of a bag, <laughs> man. Like, it's got to be hot. You got to, it's got to be well, fresh. Wait, the car- okay, if you have caramel popcorn, though, that's real fresh, you're going to burn yourself. <laughs> that If that caramel is still being drizzled on, it's hot. Like, you can't have too fresh of caramel popcorn. You you do, like, even when you that's, make it at home, that's you a good do point. let it cool. That's a good point. Good point. Yeah. Point well made. Yes. <laughs> All right. Wow. You were the yep. only person who took a drink. Yep. Or who's only taken a drink so far. Yep. Oh. Yeah, but that's good. I like it. Same wavelength. <laughs> I've got my my snacky snack with my pop secret. Nice, buttery, delicious, salty. Mm-mm. Chosen by Disney. Ooh, yeah. Chicken legs. <laughs> Everybody loves that. The Klondike bar. That marketing. Everybody loves me. You know, it's I got the different segments of the experience, but I want something to carry you through the whole ride. I'm talking about, and now I know people are going to be like, what? What a weird pick. I'm talking about Long Island iced tea. Hard Long Island iced tea. Let me be specific with that, right? So but there's gone. Yeah, so you can, because <laughs> listen, what person has ever not liked like hard Long Island iced teas. I've never <laughs> so met a person good. who who was not they down. They are good. It's I'll like you wrecked. Yeah, that is yeah. like let's have some fun now. If you do not want to have the hard version, oh snap! You have all the ingredients to just make a Long Island iced tea. I'd be down. Bingo for the bango. Version. Yeah. But see, that's why I pick that specifically because yeah. you have that. Oh, you want to get fucked up? Here you go. Let's get loaded. <laughs> Choose your own adventure. Yeah, you yeah. want you want to just have a good time and just eat some good food. You can go that way too. Bingo, bango. That's my last pick. Man, Yum. I respect that. Um, man, that, you know, I've got a story about Long Island iced teas actually from college. My buddies and I, this was back in the day when, you know, college, you're, you know, let's, let's be real. There's not always, a, there's sometimes a day where you ain't got shit going on. You get up and you mosey over to the bar around. I don't know, 10 to 11, <laughs> and you order two pitchers of Long Island iced tea, and me and two buddies tried to make our way through the pitchers of Long Island iced tea, but, man, like, it, I'm not going to lie. The Long Island iced tea, it defeated us. Like, it, it defeated us, and we were professional drinkers. You each had your own pitcher? I don't quite remember. I think, like, we ordered one to start, and we destroyed it, obviously. So. And then we made our way through the second, but like we couldn't quite finish it. I think it was a combination of the sugar and the alcohol. Cause there's like, I mean, every alcohol in Long Island iced teas, but also the sugar content. But man, though, I just remember it was memorable just cause it defeated us. I was surprised. <laughs> um, you go, Long Island. Yeah. Maker. It didn't originate though there, did it? Is this like French fries? Like, did it come from Long Island? Oh, I don't know. I didn't do research on Long Wherever Island. Wherever you come from, we love you, Long Island. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, Long Island. <laughs> um, okay. I'm a little bit torn of where to go with mine now. Um, I was thinking a drink, but I'm not quite sure. I, I think I think my event might be a BYOB event. See, I'm thinking the same thing. That like yeah. I, I don't want to force people are very particular about what what they yes. enjoy drinking. So I'm like, you know, you, you these motherfuckers. Like, most of the time. These, hell no. <laughs> you don't even need to be quiet on that. That's bullshit. No, you don't get to most get of the, the time, fuck out of here. When I buy booze for other people, they end up not drinking. it. You have fallen under the guise that you are hosting this. 
Like, you're not bringing our listeners over to your fucking house. <laughs> like, you are providing them with things to experience for their home movie night. Like, you have fallen into the trap. Like, I under, that's why I corrected Dustin in the fucking first round, first round, second round, when he picked chicken. Because I was like, dude, got to make it so I'm making this at home. Like, you are setting me up so that I can make Korean fried chicken at home. If you ain't providing a drink, then they don't get to BYOB their own motherfucking drinks. That's not part of the. That's not part of the crew. That's not part of the experience of the food that you're bringing to the table. Well, that's your opinion. No, that is. <laughs> get out of here, cheese boy. I, I definitely feel like I was under a little different impression, but uh, I mean, I will provide you if you need that kit, that special kit. The kit. The kit to make the chicken. No. I would. I think I was under a similar impression as Dylan. But yeah, do you want me to package that all up within some instructions? But you provided a drink. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Oh for sure. I'm just saying for my chicken pick, like, I did kind of imagine, like, me cooking it for you. I know, but, but you can, but I'm also saying, like, looking at it from the perspective of, I'm not coming to your house to the movie. Like, I'm looking at this oh. lineup of stuff mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. I can experience. It's not exclusive to being at your place to experience yeah. this. Yeah, So if I'm looking at Dylan's list, I'm not going to look at that list and think of any drinks that are going to go with that. That's not part of the equation. Feel me? Yes. Okay. Well... Anyway, can, yeah. Yeah. anyway, so <laughs> uh, let's let's just recap real quick. I got my made-at-home popcorn, okay, with the butter and the salt. I got my fresh out of the oven, Toll House chocolate chip cookies, which are going to be delicious, by the way. And this is a smorgasbord. I'm not thinking about like throughout the night. I'm thinking like I'm going to create a whole platter of food that people are going to get to choose from as they so desire, right? As the craving befits their needs for their stomachs. Um. And I've got nachos, which I've learned are called nachos, not nachos and cheese. All right. I get that now. Okay. Mistake. I thought this guy had Tostitos. I thought you had Tostitos and cheese. I thought you said you wanted Tostito scoops and you cheese. You forced that on me. You were like, what type of chip you want? What type of chip you want? <laughs> yeah, because you don't even know what the fuck you want. Like, I want you're nachos, talking, You're man. talking about making something, but you don't even know how to make it. I, I, and I wasn't the one who asked you about the fucking chips. I Matt asked you did. about the chips. Matt was like, what kind of chips you want? And you were like, I don't know. What kind of chips go on nachos? This was how a- are you going <laughs> to... If you're setting up that you're going to be making people shit, you don't even know how to fucking make it. So then don't pick it if you don't know how to make it. Oh, hold on. Wait, 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 wait. I can make some nachos. So then how are you fucking <laughs> making them? Because you don't even know the damn chips you're putting them on. Well, I didn't think I... I mean, I don't know. I didn't think choosing the chip was necessarily the most important part. I thought, like, I would say nachos and cheese and people would get it. I think we yeah. got lost in like the nachos and cheese kind of confused everybody were like uh well, is it like a specific kind so I think that's where I was confused about like when I'm thinking like what are you what what are the in- components of this anyway. that's all yeah, yeah we got yeah. Na- we got nachos on the yeah. board let's yeah. I've got nachos like, yeah. on the board if it pleases Ben I will use the tostitos scoops Nah, just take your fucking <laughs> and, nachos make and your fourth uh, pick <laughs> So anyway, for my fourth pick, I am going to go with a delicious, delicious addition to my smorgasbord. Okay, if you've ever had ravioli, ravioli is good, right? But you know how it could be better? It could be better if you breaded it and fried it in the <laughs> and toasted it in the oven is what I mean. Toasted it in the oven. Okay, I'm mm. talking about toasted ravioli with a little bit of meat inside. I'll also make some with cheese inside for the veggies out there. And on the side, I'm going to have some red sauce. We're going to dip it in that red sauce. It's so good. It's a St. Louis specialty. Uh, so, yeah, toasted ravioli. You bread it. 
you put it in the oven and you toast it. And man, oh my God, it's so good. Like it's hard to get too. Um, outside of St. Louis, which is kind of a bummer because it's such a delicious treat, but it's everywhere there, and it's I, I have yet to find it here. So yeah, I don't think I've ever had that. No, I would eat. That it. sounds delicious. Though. I would yeah. definitely eat that. It is really good, and it's the cornerstone of my night. Like when I bring that out, it's going to be like the thing I unveil, like right before we go into the movie. Like oh, and I've got this for your second movie. Is that like the double feature? You're like, but boom, we're on our second one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 So, yeah, I've got a nice little little, list little smorgasbord. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice, nice. All right. So that concludes your team. You picked first, right? Wow, that's the yeah. end of the draft. That's I don't it. know why I'm so used to like Matt finishing or being the wraparound, which I guess I don't even know where you were. I was confused by this order. Every time I'm like, who's going next? It was a crisscross <laughs> applesauce type of type of draft. My mind feels crisscrossed. Well, I'll tell you who's going next. Matt is. Mm -hmm. Matt, it's time for you to make a case. You ready? Yes, sir. All right, so recap my team. I have the White Cheddar Popcorn by Smart Food. I've got some peanut butter M&Ms. i got some chicken strips, and i got a brownie sundae. So to kind of set the movie scene for you, again, you're, you're watching a couple movies. You're going to need a, a combination of some sweet, some savory. You're going to need something that has a little bit of protein, some substance to it, and then you're going to have to end the night on a high note. Send your guests out feeling real good so you start off you've got your munchables things that you're going to have throughout both movies you're going to have the white cheddar popcorn it's a little bit more sexy than your just your standard popcorn and it requires less work that you can put in later on down the road right so that's tasty second thing you got peanut butter m&ms a great like like sweet candy ain't gonna cause too much trouble for you everybody loves chocolate peanut butter you're not going to sell people on that next you got your chicken strips that's your main dish right it's easy you can distribute it. You can have little baskets, little plates, whatever you want. Person picks their sauce. There you go. And then on top of that, you're going to end the night with your nice dessert, which is a hot brownie sundae. So you got that homemade brownies with some vanilla ice cream, done skis. That's sending people out on a high note. You're feeling good. Everybody's good. All right. And that's all I got. I think this is a well-rounded. You, The first two, you can have at any point throughout the movies. The chicken strips, that's your high your protein, your main course, all right? And it still allows for some user, choose your own adventure, all right? Some people are going to want to go for the ketchup. Some people are going to want to go for barbecue sauce, whatever you got. And then your dessert, beautiful, done. Nice. There you go. All right, all right, all right. Who's next? You, you are. Ooh, <laughs> la, la. You ready? Uh, yeah, let me just take a peek here again. Uh, I know, I had to start writing. Yeah, there we go. Okay, here we go. Yes, let's do this. All right, so I also have kind of a similar structure. I'm leading you through this double feature with a meal that's going to leave you fed and so, so happy. You're going to be lit eating that Korean fried chicken. Mmm, the sweet and spicy gochichang sauce. You're going to be crunching through that. You're just going to be like, wow, that is going to feel like it was almost a part of the movie because it was so integral to your whole night. That's going to stick with you long term to wash down that chicken. You're going to have some hype beer. Delicious. No better pairing. I mean, it's been done for decades, right? In Korea, they know what beer to pair with Korean fried chicken. You're going to argue you're going to try and throw in some American shit with that? Hell no. Then, on our double feature, after you're feeling full, you finish the movie, you're still lit. You're like, oh, man, I keep drinking this height. Then you're going to have some nice snacks. The Chicago mix, which is a cheddar popcorn and caramel popcorn all mixed into one. Ain't got that stale tin taste. Mm-mm. This is bomb. 
you will want to finish the whole bag. And of course, you got your Sour Patch Kids to ride you into that sweet, soury goodness for your distilled munching. Mm-mm-mm. All right, I think that's it. <laughs> Nothing more to be said. It's just delicious. You know you want it. Mm. Oh, wait, my call to action. Vote for Dustin. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty. Well, that leaves me and Dylan. I'm going to go first. I have got Pop Secret, Chicken Legs, Klondike Bars, and Long Island Iced Tea. I didn't approach this the same way these other guys did. I'm not having you over to my house for a movie. I don't know who you are. <laughs> I know who some of you are, but most of you, I don't know who you are. I'm not having you at my house. I'm trying to provide you with things that you would like to have during a movie. Are you going to argue with Pop Secret? The best bag popcorn that you can get. Yeah, it's not poppy yourself, but when you're watching a movie, do you want to get up and go pop your own fucking popcorn? I mean, if you can go throw it in a microwave for a couple minutes and walk back to the movie and not miss it, yeah, of course. Do you want to have your significant other pause the movie so that you can go make some popcorn? It takes the mood out of the movie. What are you doing? You don't need to make your own damn popcorn. That's stupid. Chicken legs. You need the protein. It's delicious. It's not going to obstruct people sound-wise. Everyone can enjoy their chicken legs. They can enjoy their movie. Yum, 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 as Dustin would say. Klondike bar. <laughs> it's ice cream in a nice chocolate coating. Look, everyone else wants to give you fucking vanilla <laughs> scoop and brownie. No one wants a bowl. No one wants a spoon. Spoons and bowls, clank, clank. Forks and plates, clank, clank. Klondike bars, they don't clank, clank. They're nice and quiet. While you're munch, munching. Finger food. Everything's finger food, but everything's delicious. And then Long Island iced tea. I brought you the drink to get fucked up. You don't want to get fucked up. You can drink the Coke that is mixed with it. That's my team, y'all. Nice. I respect that. I don't need your damn respect. <laughs> <laughs> Who would have known movie snacks? <laughs> it has been a little contentious. Here you go, Dylan. So... Um, uh, unlike Ben, I am going to have you over to my house because I want you at my house. Uh, not, well, you know, I don't know. I can't fit everyone in there, but I'll have you one at a time. People, you're not going to make toasted raviolis. Hold up. Here's, here's what's happening. So I'm going to pop some popcorn with butter and salt from kernels in a bag. It's going to be great. I'll do it before the movie. Okay. So it's going to be ready by the movie. It's going to be delicious and homemade and made with love. I'm going to make, also with love, Toll House chocolate chip cookies. That's right. Just like your grandma used to pop in the oven. And it's going to be so delicious. Mm, warm, savory, delicious, sweet. Ooh, maybe I'll even put some salt on top. Just some, you know what I'm saying, a little sea salt. Spice oh, are we in the lounge right now? <laughs> yeah, geez. Uh, I'm also going to make nachos. As I've been corrected, I'm making nachos. And you know what? I'm going to make them with tortilla chips. I will do it with the Tostitos. It's going to be delicious. It's going to be great. Okay, that's what I'm making. All right. And finally, to, to top everything off, I will do the toasted ravs, and I will bread them, and I will toast them, and I will serve them on the side with red sauce that will be homemade from tomatoes and onions boiled in a saucepan with some garlic. And that red sauce will be made with love as well, and it's going to be delicious. And uh, you'll taste the, the love in that red sauce, which I will have made for you in my home. <laughs> Is so that how you ask Allison out, like, and you will come over, and I will make them, and I will bread them, well, and I will love them. 
They'll be red socks. <laughs> I will have made and drizzled on them slowly. <laughs> Don't ask him what the ingredients are. He won't be able to fucking tell you. <laughs> I can't get over the fact that you can't tell me what you're putting on your nachos. Like, I can't get over it. Nachos are one of my most favorite things. And I feel offended that you can't tell me what you're putting on there besides cheese. Like, synthetic cheese at that. Like, what the fuck is happening? And then you change your answer from nachos and cheese, which is really chips and cheese, to nachos. And now I'm confused as fuck. And I don't know what you're putting on your nachos. Because you've never said what you're putting on nachos. Dustin said something about olives. And you're like, yeah, I guess I can put some olives on there with the cheese. So is it olives and cheese nachos? If I, You talk about a menu and seeing things that say nachos and cheese. But what else is on the nachos? What makes a nacho a nacho to you? <clears throat> Help me understand, please. I'm giving you extended time. Is this extended time? To yeah, because you need to fucking sell me on these nachos because right now I'm like, that team is absolutely unvotable because I don't know what the fuck is on these nachos. Right. Is it just chips and cheese? Do you want, okay, do you want me to like go at it? I'll go at it. You said yes. that you, you said you are making the food. From All your right. perspective, this is a lineup that you're making. Here's so what I'm I need do. to know what's on these nachos. Okay, I'm going to make some special nachos for Ben and everyone else. Okay, here's what they're going to be like. So I'm going to, first of all, I'm going to toast those totito, toast, ugh, tostito chips. Then I'm going to fry up some ground beef that I'm going to put on the tostito chips with some jalapeno peppers, okay, and some garlic as well. Because I'm, you know what, I worked in a Mediterranean restaurant for six years. I put garlic in everything. I'm going to be melting, yes, I am melting some pepper jack cheese to put on this nacho nachos, mm. okay? I don't want Velveeta. I want pepper jack cheese to put on it. And you know what? I'm going to mix it all together into one big delicious plate. And actually, no, I'm going to serve it in separate bowls because, again, COVID <laughs> times. It's going to be in separate bowls because I we do not want to be pulling from the same plate. It gets messy. Nachos are messy. You want your own bowl. You might be in my house, but I'm giving you a separate bowl. <laughs> God damn it. I'm giving you a separate bowl. Yeah, breathing all the same air. That, but no. So beef, so ground beef, garlic. Jalapenos. Jalapenos and pepper jack cheese. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Yum. You're welcome. I love pepper jack. All right, that means we have the teams. They've made your case. We need to vote. Let's do that. The council has spoken. Our wooden box is full of votes. It's time to determine a winner in this contentious draft. This thing's been all over the place. There was a moment yes. where we were getting at each other's throats over fucking Twizzlers. In the red <laughs> no one even picked that shit. No one cares. Yeah. Uh. Debates over whether you're making this yourself <laughs> or whether you're going over to other people's houses and they're preparing it for you. I don't even fucking know at this point. So let's just get this thing going. We'll read the votes. God damn it. The first vote. Is for me. Nice. Not nice. <laughs> I got in your head. I you got in your head. In, you did get in my head. Second vote. That's nice handwriting. Okay. Dustin. Okay. Dustin. I don't know whose handwriting that is. All caps. I respect that. I know. I'm like, whose is that? Dustin's got one. It ain't mine because mine's got messy. One. And I can't vote for myself, but... Dustin pulling ahead oh, with two. Wow. Ooh. Dustin on two. Dustin was like, the one that I don't care about, I'm going to win. <laughs> well, it is a tie. God damn it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fucking tie, isn't it? It is a fucking tie. Yeah. Second, last vote is for me. So two for Dustin, two for me. Dustin, I voted for you because I thought if you were hosting me, I'm stoked to get all of this. 
if I'm doing this myself, <laughs> I am stoked to do it all myself. Like this is, there isn't anything in this list that I wouldn't hit on minus the beer, but you were like, it's a pretty light beer. Yeah. I could, you know me. So I trust your judgment. Never had the Chicago mixed popcorn. Also never had Matt's smart food, white cheddar. I think they both kind of sounded the same to me, but you were like, yeah. dude, you're going to blow through a bag. We were on the same wavelength with the chips. So I feel like that was, that's where you got the edge there. Um, I like sour more in a movie, sorry, Matt, than peanut butter, but your chicken strips, fire. You know how I feel about that vanilla brownie <laughs> Sunday. Dylan, I ain't making no toasted ravioli. And the nachos. Man, you gotta you need to put some beans on your nachos. If you don't put beans on your nachos, you Is need to start putting missing? some yeah, you need to put some beans on your nachos, bro. Put some, be- yeah. put, put some beans <laughs> on there. And also cheddar cheese like pepper jack, yes, but you always have to have cheddar cheese. Or or a cheese blend. Yeah, like you got to have some cheddar mixed in there because cheddar, mm, that that's fire, fire. (laughs) Anyways, well, since we both were on the same mindset, it kind of makes sense that we both voted for each other because mine kind of came down to like, I I have been learning to like desserts a lot more, but I mean, since I was a little kid, the savory meal is a little bit more important. I love chicken strips. And yes, you can get a really, really flavorful breading, but I was just thinking in my head, like, man, they're hard. If I had a chicken strip that wasn't as flavorful with the breading itself and I'm relying on the sauce versus I'm expecting a little bit more of that with the wing, with the smoky, or with the legs, it was hard. It was, sorry, Dylan. Well, yours was good too, but to be honest, I was between them, but this really, it's all good. once again, I would not be disappointed with any of these. Yeah, all of them are tasty for sure. Yeah, and then I was thinking about the popcorn. I think maybe that's what it came down to. I'm not a huge fan of the cheddar popcorn. And I know that my Chicago mix has both, which is kind of weird. But like, but the fact that that caramel popcorn is the perfect, like, little bit of salt, bomb, delicious. It's paired with it, so it's okay. Like, I can handle a little bit of that cheddar, but usually I'm not about the cheddar popcorn. So I was like, okay, I'll have a butter popcorn. You both have ice cream. That actually both has chocolate. So I was like, it was close. But I felt like also his had a drink, which once again, I think we all suffered from like interpreting this in wildly different ways. But I was thinking in my head, like, I want to be really lit at the end of the night. So I was like, okay, I'm excited about that drink. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Yes. Nice. Yeah. I got to say, Matt, like, dude, you almost had me. But and and you know what? Dustin almost had me, too. Um, Matt was closer, though. Matt, I thought I liked his team better. Just Dustin, you lost me at the Sour Patch Kids. But man, that Korean fried chicken and hype beer. Ooh, that sounds so good. The problem is the prefab popcorn. Ben has the fresh stuff. That's I mean, it's coming out of a microwave, so it's not as fresh as the <laughs> not oven. lukewarm. Fresh, yeah. All right, but it's fresh. Okay. Hold on. How is something Hot. that comes out of a microwave not as fresh? Is something that comes off an oven. Because I just said so. No, but that... Because <laughs> 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 he popped Have it, you not, not learned pesky... about me yet? <laughs> Are you not entertained? <laughs> he popped it, not those pesky microwaves. Hey, I'm trying Ooh. to give you a compliment here. <laughs> okay. you, have, you have fresh pop secret popcorn, the drumsticks, the Klondike bar, and the dranky drank. Like, dude, that's a winning list all the way through. There's nothing on there I don't want. You uh, Like, the biggest thing is give me my popcorn hot with butter on it preferably <laughs> like hey pop secret comes buttered baby yeah so, see i think i got y'all a little bit with the because chi- i've given you chicken legs before 
so you know what the chi- what chicken yep. legs I'm bringing to the table. Yeah, literally. Yeah. Okay. Sorry, Dylan. Thank you. <laughs> oh, that's it. Yeah. Ben. Ben got it. All right. Uh, my justification. I also I voted for Dustin. I have the nice handwriting. I'm trying to switch up my handwriting so it becomes it nice. like you know a little. Smart. You might not know. Yeah. You know, I feel like everybody should do that. Add a little wrinkle to the mix. I wish I could. Uh, <laughs> just write like left-handed or something. Um, but Dustin, the Sour Patch Kids, I mean, I picked it in a previous draft, so you already got me on that one. Um, I, I'm a big fan of, like, gummy stuff. You know from the non-chocolate candies episode, I love me some gummy yes. stuff. Uh, and the Korean fried chicken and the beer, I mean, chicken and beer. I mean, if you boil down those two elements, those are, those are going to be hit no matter where you're at. And then the, the mixed popcorn gives you a little bit of variety. I've never had it all mixed together. I've been in the, the tin phase of my life previously but uh i trust you on that one and ultimately these are both of y'all had things that i would definitely grab but i i just like the i get the the the, the candy element and then the chicken and beer done good done good so that's where i was coming from nice yeah, yeah well we should all host a movie night i'm expecting some bomb food yeah, we'll watch a Marvel movie over here. Yes. We'll do an MCU yeah. marathon, and then maybe it'll be a revote down the road after yeah. trying all these things. <laughs> oh, yeah, the pressure yeah. will be on. Oh, revote oh, on the food. For yeah. a second, I was like, yeah. revote on the movies. I won that unanimous. I don't know if I want to revote. <laughs> Redraft more. But Redraft more. <laughs> yeah, there'll be like four movie nights. You have to make your lineup here. Yeah. And then we'll come back. We'll revisit this one. That's pretty good. Yeah, yeah that's pretty I like good. That. I like that a lot. Hmm. Heck yeah, two studio winners. It's a tie. It's all good. I'll take the tie. Nothing but we wrong need with that. No you. Shame. Yeah, ultimately, <laughs> yeah. we need you. Hit up the social medias. You know what we're doing? Every two weeks, that's every two podcast airings. We're going through the comments. We're looking at who voted. We're putting you in a big old hat. And we're giving one of you a $10 gift card. That's every two weeks. You have the chance of winning 20 bucks a month. Come on now. Free money. All you got to do is vote. So just vote for us. Hit us up on the social medias. Twitter at Draftmore. Facebook, Mount Draftmore Podcast. Instagram at Mount Draftmore. You know where to find us. Also leave five-star reviews wherever you get your podcasts, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Pandora. All that shit. All those spots. Everywhere, anywhere. So let us know. Submit your voice. Let us know who the winner is. We'll see you here next time on Mount Draftmore. Peace.